0: Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch and co host, Calderness. This week we're going to be talking about War of the Realms and a recap of my trip to Florida competing in the Clicks Cup. This is episode 374. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional. Hero clicks No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Oh, how six people think I am funny. It's the hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which? You absolute fools. It's not richer nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clips like that forever. Are you? Hey, Google, back Let's attack because he's a jerk. Wow, wow, wow. ILH for Heroclux is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find Cool Stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclux singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, is still up for pre-order. So you might as well pre-order it <laughs> and see see what happens there. There's no reason not to. Uh, it's a fun eight dollar experiment that you can play at yeah. uh, coolstuffink.com. Uh, joining me, like always, in the studio, both of us this time, uh, is my uh, my co-host, the uh, billion clicks Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? I was just gonna say, you know,
1: on top of Bray Wyatt, you could just jump off the cliff like me and Calder did and pre-order all of wave two and see if the parachute ever appears on your back before you ever because <laughs> it's ever. been a wild two years. Is it, has it been two years yet? It's been a full it's year. not quite. Least. It's uh, been
0: two years since they, well, it hasn't been two years since they announced it. It's been almost two years since wave one. And then because it's been over a year since it was supposed to
1: originally come. I don't out. know if we've ever said this, but uh, Extreme Rules was originally gonna be the release of Wave Two. Yeah. Extreme Rules got changed to the like to the original WWE stuff because we did not know when Wave Two was ever <laughs> going to come never, out. We were just so never getting it. Yeah. Take Extreme Rules and be like, hey, they waited until they thought like, oh, I don't know when Wave Two's coming out, and that's when Extreme Rules came out. Like, so it's been a <laughs> while for us for sure. Um yeah still not long enough where I'm willing to comment comment on every Wizkid's Twitter post and ask where it's at but I, yeah. I do kind of appreciate the people who are going the extra mile and just being a complete burden to some stranger's you, life so Simeon, you could never be as subtle and tactful as I would drop I would drop a gif of Calder hitting me with a chair Every time uh, for like a week straight. Yeah. Um, but no, no, I, I'd never be able to be subtle about it. That's for sure.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, that was. Anyways, we like to start off with what made us uh, happy this past uh, week, week ish. Since we're recording, Simeon, what made you happy, my man? Uh, you know, since we've recorded last, um,
1: quite a bit has made me happy. I've had I've had a pretty decent little half month. Uh, of span of time. But uh, here recently, the most recent thing was Maha Festival in Omaha, which is just Omaha without the O. Uh, Very clever. It's a a music festival, and boy, howdy. I thought I had been to music venues before, but I'm definitely not a festival goer because the people that are there are just not like me (laughs) I don't really know how to explain it but uh, very interesting crowd very diverse group of people I actually saw somebody that I used to camp with like 10 years ago his name's Big Dan and you can't miss him because he looks like Saruman from Lord of the Rings except he's 6 foot 8 and he's just this like massive Mm. dude and so I see him walking through like the crowd with his like Really long white hair, just like flowing, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh wow, that is Big Dan, and I, I actually like ran into him later by accident. He didn't remember me right away, but then he did after I explained where we knew each other from. And uh, he, he like, just goes,
0: oh. "Oh, little Bruce, how yeah, good to see he you!" Was like,
1: "Oh man, it's so awesome!" Because his voice is super deep, so he's like, "Oh, oh man, it's so <laughs> awesome seeing someone I knew here." That's crazy. Sorry I didn't recognize you, but all you smalls look the same. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been lumped in with all you smalls. You smalls. But but it's it's pretty fun. Uh, But yeah, that that really made me happy. There was actually some really good music going on there. Um, I did not listen to the the silent DJ dance-off. There was like... Three DJs where you had to put on a set of headphones and then dance to it silently. I didn't listen to that, so I don't know if that was any good. But the live music was pretty good,
0: and that, that yeah, makes... that made me happy. All right, cool, man, awesome. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a dope time, dude. It was there. Was there like a standout band you want to shout out? Maybe that was like, yeah, these guys. They know no, what it is.
1: Um, the so I didn't remember that like the set list was. And the band that I actually enjoyed the most is not the name that I remember. Um, oh sure. There was one that was like, uh, like, Axe Thurman and the Marauders. Um, it was like some some weird name and the Marauders. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is gonna be like some sort of like punk grunge band. It's gonna be cool. And then it was just normal country sounding band. And I was like, oh. that's not very Marauderish though.
0: No, not it? really.
1: Like I, w- I, wouldn't classify country folk as marauders. Like when I, when I hear the word marauder, I think either a pirate or like Mad Max.
0: Yeah, but well, clearly you've never played Far Cry Five.
1: So <laughs> very, very cool name. Um, just not my
0: jam. Okay. Hey, good keyword though. Well, it's not a really good keyword. It's actually kind of a strange <laughs> keyword choice. But, Definitely uh, is a keyword. It is yeah. it is indeed a hero keyword, yeah. Alright, awesome man. Uh dude this past week uh was pretty solid. Obviously the Clicks Cup is like the biggest thing. Um so we'll talk about that later into news. But we did uh we did Patreon yesterday for our bad Sam, which we do try to do it. Every Sunday before we record at 5 p.m. So if you're a Patreon member on our Discord, we try to do that. But uh, after we finished up Bad Sam and all that wrapped, there was like, you know, I wasn't going to record the other night. So we were just hanging out. We talked for like five, <laughs> five hours. And uh, yeah. yeah, just I it checked was... <laughs> it on the
1: Discord randomly. And yeah, there's still like six people in the channel. And I was like, oh, man, either something's wrong with Discord or like they're still just having a good time.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, dude, we just, we just, we were just having a good time and just, like, chatting about everything. It was cool because it was, uh, uh, Rick, uh, it was Jackson's birthday, so that was pretty sweet. And I was like, oh, man, I feel a little bad that, like, we made you, like, hang out with us for five hours for your birthday. But no, he's like, it was cool, so I don't know if we can just insert happy Arabian birthday here or not, but uh we'll see, we'll see what happens. But yeah, that was really cool. And then Luke just posted in general, this is also sort of what made me happy this week, slash what doesn't make me happy at all, is uh, the What If animated Marvel series is going to be out next week on the 11th, August 11th, and there's two versions of Captain America coming out in that. So there's Zombie Cap, and then there is going to be a Steve Rogers, No Serum, Hydro Stomper, and then Captain Carter. I don't know if I'm going to buy any of the Captain Carter action figures just yet. I don't know if she really counts as Captain America, since she's got like the British flag, Union, Jack-like stuff going on with her. So I'm like hoping I can skip her and just not have to buy it. Space. But uh, both Marvel Legends have showed off a deluxe Hydra Stomper uh, figure that i definitely have to buy, and an awesome zombie Captain America figure I'm gonna buy. Uh, sadly, Hot Toys, which is marginally more expensive than any Marvel Legend figure, also showed off a zombie Captain America and a deluxe Hydra stomper and Captain Carter figures. Uh, hot toys are normally around like two fifty to like four hundred dollars, depending on like the size of the figure. So I'm a little like my wallet's shaking in its boots. Like, hey, we gotta buy everything, Captain America, you know this. And so it's just like, no, please don't hurt me, don't hurt me too bad, because like big big mechs like that for hot toys normally go to like four hundred five. So I'm just like, uh, here we go. Here we go again. Got to get that hydra stopper though, though. looks too cool But yeah, no, it was pretty good pretty good times all around and yeah, and uh, WizKids has been Posting things that's for sure. They've had some wacky times over on Twitter. The best part about it is that we get to see uh, New pictures and new product. So let's go ahead and jump over to news really quick. So, you guys talked about the Kree and the Skrull yes. lady, yes. right? Yeah. So, so we need we're to talk about...
1: about um, of the
0: Skrull, uh, probably just generic Kree soldier, but... Who yeah, some that? dude. We need to talk about Loki. So, we, we get to see this, uh, this Loki. They say, retweet this image of Loki, and we'll show you a never before clickst character. The more people who do, the spicier the reveal. So i think it ended up getting over a hundred retweets which by the way it, i thought my caption was quite funny but it was like "Oh, retweet for hero clicks yeah this is the illusion of choice like there's no reason no way no one isn't going to retweet that whiz kids um but anyways what it ended up being was crusader the daughter of in a what if to what if story the daughter of uh rogue and captain america who is also somehow worthy of Thor's Hammer. To be fair, both of those characters were worthy at one point in time, so I guess it makes sense. Um, yeah! Like, she looks cool. I didn't I didn't realize that was a what-if. Didn't realize Captain America had a daughter with Rogue um, in a what-if story it's so, like, that's interesting. I knew he had like a what-if story where he gets with Jessica Jones they really, they really, uh deal out my man Cap to some uh, not-choice females, if you ask me um, but uh, it is what it is and it looks like a cool figure. I'm excited to see... I like Crusader. Cool name. You know, like Hammer Shield. Like, ballin'. Ballin'. Can't wait to see what she does. I'm gonna assume if it's... Like, so that Loki was a picture of Loki from the War of the Realms set. Uh, I assume she's also from War of the Realms. But she yeah. may be from Empire. Just because of, like, Empire's whole wacky... Oh, all sorts of wacky stuff. But War of the Realms I'm having okay. a... Heavy, uh, what's it called? Asgardian theme. It right. would make sense for someone with Thor's hammer to potentially, sadly, probably be a chase, maybe. What if people with Thor's hammer could be like yeah. a chase theme? Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of people that retweeted it, so that's the only reason that it makes me think that it's like chase or super rare rarity at the very least, you know? Just because,
1: uh, hey, we wanted it to I be would spicier. It's based on and,
0: sculpt. Uh, oh, yeah, sculpt too. Like,
1: so it's got an effect. Uh, if you haven't seen the image, it's got an effect similar to the Captain America Chase Ghost Rider who's, like, whipping his, like, chain in, like, a circle kind of thing. It's got a similar effect to that. Um, And then, I mean, it's just a cool-looking 3D rendering, but yeah, I don't know. As far as, like, whether it's a chase or just, like, a real cool Super Rare, hard to say, because they have stepped up their game on, like, Super Rares. Um, But yeah, that being said, like, it's weird because, yeah, we haven't seen all of Empire. They have not released, like, a full set or, like, a... Um, similar to, like, how Rise and Fall had the poster with, like, the entire set list Oh, yeah. The entire, yeah. like, figure sculpt rendering. We haven't seen that for Empire. So it is slightly up in the air whether these two, I'm assuming, as Guardian related or as Guardian adjacent Characters are either in War
0: of the Realms or an Empire. It's cool either way, I guess. Yeah So there was that they showed off on Twitter. They also showed off. What was it here? I'm just looking at that sculpt and man. It's so cool Like that's gotta be like chase chase level sculpt. Uh You guys talked about Jaro and I think that yes. this, this was the only new thing they talked about so then we got to see uh, War of the Realms pictures, so yeah, we, we get to see box the box art here. Man, yeah. look at that uh, chic, low quality slash. Uh, what do I'd you call, call it? Like I don't know.
1: Art? Like pop art, pop like art. Thor. Yeah, kind of like. Uh, yeah, kind of like. It's not really low quality. It's just like no, a flat, like art, not style. necessarily minimalist. Simplistic. But it's, yeah, it's yeah, not like yeah very something simplistic. like that. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of <sighs> pop art, kind of like.
0: Old style
1: comic it's reminiscent, but
0: like uh, how the Wonder Woman kind of looks, I guess, in the Wonder Woman booster, That's you know, true. where she's kind of like a shading oh, you know what it flatter. Is. Yeah,
1: it's the exact opposite of the images from the Dyson Token Pack,
0: <laughs> because those dude. Are like... The Dyson Token Pack are like these 3D renders that look like They're... a bad mix of like terrible anime and like alex ross painting like you told me so bad (laughs) if you told
1: me the dyson token pack was like a new set list of like league of legend characters or something like that like some like Fortnite came out with like these like characters i would not be surprised because yeah it's it's a very like fully 3d rendered uh look how many strands of hair i coded into this person's
0: like visage kind of thing Um, That like uh Valkyrie and like Loki are just the the big offenders here. They look yeah. so bad. <laughs> some big old anime eyes on them.
1: Ugh, I don't know. Could be. Daredevil with the glowing blind eyes. Like, why is his, yeah why, he's blind? Why are his eyes glowing? Did he get some sort of like vision beyond vision? Is he? heimdall so I actually, think that is? I
0: think he actually I think he actually is Heimdall powers. Oh. I actually think that's his thing.
1: <laughs> that makes more sense then because I think HeroClix Taiwan made like, uh, a post.
0: Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I kind of saw too. <laughs>
1: okay, that would actually, yeah, that'd be interesting for sure. <laughs> um, but speaking of the dice and token pack, the dice kind of look like a snowflake-ish kind of thing. I don't yeah. really know. It's, it's like a, I don't know, it's three lines that form like a kind of triangular pattern, and then each one has what I can only describe uh, as like how I draw a pine tree on top. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's just a lot of lines. It's it's cool, but it's it's a lot of lines. Uh, The the actual images on the tokens, as we said, are like super realistic three D. Well, not super realistic, but oh yeah, I don't
0: know about super realistic. Super
1: like three D generated uh, kind of imagery. And there's one of the Daredevil that's in the set, and I'm pretty sure that these are like variants from the War of the Realms. uh, Yeah. They're variant covers, I'm pretty sure. Uh, So one's Loki doing some magic stuff, holding a staff. One is Malekith just grinning like a big old jerk. One is Valkyrie with like a war face and an uh, Let me see your
0: war face! (laughs) Uh,
1: One, of course, is Peter Parker with his very cool little horned helmet thing. And then Thor, because how could you do an Avenger... Not Avengers. and as guardian set without yeah. Thor, um, but yeah, I actually, I don't know, I actually kind of like this Dyson token pack. The color scheme's different than what they've been doing, um, it's not particularly it's cool. I don't particularly like the color scheme, but it's it's at least different. It doesn't, so like
0: uh, it doesn't fit Thor to me, like, no. this is a very Joker, Joker color scheme with like the yeah, purplish like, green.
1: I guess maybe, maybe like, I don't maybe war of the realms they were like i don't know is it like nuclear yeah, I don't know. nuclear mud is that what yeah they, it's it's very strange to war
0: cuz that's like the yeah. color scheme uh, a lot of neon green and brown i think what's brown. a little interesting about this dyson token pack is that none of the tokens are flipped over oh, and then you true. see a pog on one side they've been that's doing true. that kind of recently so big uh big speculation here but does this set have no bystander generators I mean it would be not, probably like the but first and be, yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty crazy.
1: Cuz we have kind of come to like expect that a little bit. Um Right. It yeah. is possible that it's just newish enough like cuz this is still This is just an um,
0: unreleased digital out yeah. mock up. This isn't like
1: yeah. Yeah. This isn't like a physical yeah, posting of it. So it's it is possible that later down the line we'll see a bystander at some point. Yeah. Um, it's also possible that they kind of go the way of Rise and Fall, where the vast majority of figures that generate something generate a physical, like, clickable figure. Oh, right, yeah. So that's always.
0: And I, 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 I really prefer, like that. Yeah, yeah. I do,
1: yeah. Um, as much as I love Bystanders, um, Hella making, like, what was it? Uh, souls, Warrior Souls. And then the warrior souls matching the physical warrior souls that were also in the set was cool. Um, but I, I actually, yeah, I much prefer making an actual dialed character if possible. Um, and then we see the fast forces. Fast forces are just, we've got Enchantress, Thor, Loki. We've got a Black Panther, an Executioner or Scourge, and uh, Black Widow. Kind of a weird hodgepodge, because Enchantress, Thor, and Loki all make a ton of sense, and then maybe I just need to read War of Realms to understand, but Executioner's the only other one that makes sense. It's Black Panther, yeah. Black Widow don't really make sense to me
0: i just don't know why like um i don't I mean i don't know what like the strike team was for like war of the realms or whatever so like maybe that's like that was like thor's like you black widow you black panther aid thee on my verily mighty quest yeah. into space or some crap like yeah, who knows Thor was like i
1: must destroy the war of realms and uh scourge was like and my axe and black widow was like and bow staff <laughs> And then Enchantress is like my magic, and Loki was like, "Oh yeah, I was gonna say that too." That's why like, <laughs> he's pointing up, like all sad. And then Black Panther. Well, actually, was just like, Claws. I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank, dude, thank you.
0: Like, Your I get that is Scourge welcome. is like testing the axe sharpness or, like, whatever for it. But that's such an undynamic (laughs) and, like, lame sculpt to have, like, both feet together, arms, like, tucked in, elbows tucked in, and just, like, him, like, sticking out a thumbs up to check his axe sharpness. Like, yikes. slightly
1: too vertical if they had put him in, like, a crouched position. Yeah, just standing straight up is so weird. It is. It's very, like, chess piece looking. Oh,
0: very much so. If I was
1: designing a chess piece and he was one of the figures... That would be a great sculpt for that. Uh, super undynamic. And then, uh, so. the last thing uh, with the whole War of the Realms, what we've seen, what we know, um, the what I'm still assuming is play at home kit at this point because I have no idea. Um, but for the at the very least, it's the LE and two maps. So. We get to see the the Rainbow Bridge-ish kind of map. Kind of looks more like a yellow brick road. I'm not really sure what's going on there. And then some yeah. sort of forest map, but we don't get any real details on them. Uh, but we do get to see Thor, and more importantly... Uh, so this, of course, is the 100 Thor, because that's what all the LEs are numbered at right now. He's got Asgardian deity and warrior. More importantly, we get to see what the recruiter trait does. And so... Recruiter reads, power, choose a character with the Asgardian keyword in your KO area that hasn't been chosen for or generated by a recruiter effect. If you do generate a character with the Asgardian keyword from your sideline that has a lower point value than the chosen character, this game, the char- the generated character can't be replaced and your opponent scores them immediately instead of when they're KO'd so this is both really interesting and almost immediately like not a competitive viable kind of thing like all at the same time so in my opinion because this takes this takes like several setup kind of things so number one I'm assuming recruiter this Thors Uh, keyword is Asgardian. I'm assuming Recruiter is going to be like, you know, Avengers. It's going to be named keyword kind of stuff. Everyone who has it will have a different one, hopefully. Um, That's like number one is you don't necessarily have to have a theme team, but you have to have like a game plan when you're picking out your sideline for keywords. Uh, So, unlike Krakoan Revival, your sideline will have to be kind of, I don't know, cultured towards whatever you're doing. Number two is you have to have somebody with that keyword that is KO'd, and that's never a great tactic
0: to no. be like, "Yes,
1: I will sacrifice this K." Like, I will sacrifice this keyworded character so that I can activate my Recruiter team ability. The other thing is to get like a really good effect to pop off with Recruiter. It has to be a fairly high pointed character that's KO'd. Like, it's not like I can play this Thor with Surtur. On his retaliation line, and surter dies, and then I can call in like another surter or like another twenty-five point piece. At best, right. I can call in a twenty-four point piece because it has to be uh, less than the KO'd character's point value. Um, and then the third thing is your opponent immediately scores it. So if you do like lose a like seventy-five point Asgardian with this Thor, and you bring in a seventy or sixty-five point you've just given your opponent half the like points they need to have 300 you know like you they're halfway to beating you essentially um and all you've gained is a slightly weaker something that you didn't include on your main force so while i think it's a really cool trait and it's a really cool mechanic i think it is specifically casual and that's fine um it'll be interesting it'll this seems more like a rally to me than rally does, to be honest, because this actually this could actually agree. like rally like yeah. the, the, the troops kind of like in that kind of way. You know, I got to say this is definitely not uh, at all
0: how we thought recruiter was going to be was, no. was going to work.
1: No, yeah. I think the only thing that's even remotely related to what we said is that it is based on a keyword on so a keyword. Yeah. <laughs> hat on the back for us because, yeah, we like, I'll totally take it. nailed sure. that point. <laughs> Sure. Nothing in Hero Clicks is usually based on keywords, but we definitely got that. Oh,
0: we totally... Oh, yeah. Very creative, like, of us.
1: Um, Anyways. Aside from that, this Thor has charge, sidestep, quake, invulnerability, toughness, and close combat expert at different points in his dial. We don't get to see his dial or his point value. Um, if he's, like, 40 or 50... I think that he's worth picking up. Uh, I don't know who else is going to have Recruiter, but in a set that's likely full of Asgardians, I think there might be like one or two decent combos for this. And not like necessarily competitively, because again, you're pretty much doubling your opponent's points when you bring somebody in they just instantly score whatever you decide to bring in and that's I don't know that's like that uh... upfront
0: cost no one ever wants to pay like this is like the opposite of an ID card where it's like they might be able to score an ID character (laughs) versus like you just you instantly score I'm like uh dang I don't know if I want to bring like that's when you have to look at like okay how many figures have died because you could power action bring somebody in and then get over like in a 300 point game you could like do 400 points and then be like oh uh, mercy Rule, or like whatever, I instantly lose, yeah. you know? Like, like that'd yeah. be pretty awful. Uh, anyways, dude, I like that the store's powers are as if he's like Voltron amalgamation of like the Warriors 3, Sif and Balder. Because like all his powers, like, so his sidestep is Bulge of the Brave, leads us to battle, is Quake, my friend, the vol, vol- voluminous Volstagg, yeah. <laughs> you know? And like fighting alongside Lady Sith, Fondral, same's the day. A blow worthy of the mighty Hogan. Like, first of all, you're the mighty guy. You're the mighty Thor, but okay. Yeah, Hogan both the mighty, but it's like,
1: and the mighty guy, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, what? <laughs> so it's super weird that, like, all his power names are based on, like, his, like, friends. Uh, also, he leaves Loki out of it, which is hilarious. Um, But it's no, just like, is this, maybe. like, is this Voltron Thor or something? Like, I think I've, I figured out what
1: War of the Realms is. So the okay. Warriors 3 and Sif become like the Captain Planet cadets and Thor go. becomes Captain Planet. And so yes. you know, Sif yes. is like uh rage and Volstag's like hunger and Hogan's like uh mace and Sandrill's like I have a sword and I've been portrayed by two actors. You were you're, and, you're uh, so close Thor, you almost Thor had Thor something going there of, Simeon. Like, <laughs> their their beam of uh hope or whatever and comes to save the day yeah that's exactly that's got to be sure. what the, the storyline is clearly i'm glad
0: you figured it out detective simeon like yeah dang put it good together job. i've cracked the yeah case. you really have uh all right so that is uh it's pretty much war of the realms and then that's pretty much news uh tentative release date i guess is going to be december of 2021 uh man without having a set we're into august So, we got four months till December, which means Empire's coming out in between whenever Rise and Fall comes out. So, it is going to be just packed Marvel, Marvel, Marvel for the rest of the year. Because we had a huge drought from Wonder Woman in April to now. And then we're just going to get hit one, two, three Marvel, Marvel, Marvel sets. So... This yeah. would be uh this will be interesting Luckily, and hopefully WWE yeah. set comes out somewhere in there. <laughs> Luckily, Ha-ha. only one of Ha-ha. the other <laughs> sets is
1: X Men, uh or thankfully solidly X Men. Um, yeah. And then yeah, before we close news, I do want to say in addition to that, uh, this is just the kind of like a PSA that I've noticed online. Um, hopefully, like our listeners are a, li- a little bit better and more understanding than this, but for some reason people don't understand that whiz kids does not control the tides and the, the shipping. If you're unaware, there is a huge, just shipping kerfluffle going on. It's been going on for slightly longer than like the last couple months, but it's kind of reaching like a, a breaking point now. And so it's, I'm not going to go into detail about it, but there's a lot of factors and zero of them are something that WizKid controls. WizKid's controls. So the fact that Rise and Fall isn't out... First of all, shame on you for wanting that set. Uh, but second of all, the fact that like Rise and Fall isn't out and WizKid's is previewing stuff... Uh, that's because WizKid's schedule... like They expected Rise and Fall to be out. It's not their fault that like it can't get shipped. Like Docks are full. Shipping containers are full there's nothing to be, like, moved around, like, you know, we're at, like, a a shortage of people working, that kind of thing. Uh, WizKids can't control that. But what they can do is try and keep people excited for the new stuff that they haven't seen. And so whether or not you think that's, like, the best course of action for WizKids, I don't know. I honestly, I don't have an opinion on it one way or the other. I always like seeing new stuff regardless of when it's going to get here. Um I'm not super impatient, so like clearly I've not cancelled my pre order for WWE Wave 2 and I've been holding it since before Fantastic Four Future Foundation. Yeah. Uh I've been I've been sitting on it for a while, to say the least. Um But yeah, just keep in mind that uh WizKids does not control shipping. Uh now if they if they produced hero clicks in America, like, that would be a different story. Uh, a much more expensive story, but it would be a different story for sure. Um, but yeah, they, they have to ship from other places, and those places are all booked up for quite a while. So when you tell WizKids, like, shame on you for, for previewing these things when you haven't released terrible X-Men set, it doesn't make sense, because WizKids wants to make money, and they just can't because it's just not here but yeah that's that's my psa uh look into the shipping crisis because it's uh more than just hero clicks for sure absolutely absolutely one quick add-on while i'm editing uh the day after we recorded mr kenny peña who no longer appears to be a dolphin fan which is sad sad for the dolphin world He has said that X-Men Rise and Fall will be releasing pre-release possibly August 18th and normal release August 25th, of course. He clarifies with uh, dates subject to change, but it sounds like it'll be here sooner than a lot of people have been led to believe. So Rise and Fall is on its way out, it seems. We'll just have to wait another three-ish weeks, so that's not too bad. Uh,
0: All right, guys, I guess this is going to be the part of the show where I talk for an hour and a half about uh, the Clix Cup, so go ahead, start your timers, and let's, let's have some fun now. Um, the Clix Cup was awesome, it was a great time, it was obviously it was hosted by David Newmark, uh, Clix f- gentleman, and all around uh, Florida man, so it was, it was good seeing it. So it started off, you guys got to see a little bit, I guess, of the trip. I realized that my travel vlog was mostly just me talking about how I did in between tournaments and not a lot of like establishing shots or like pictures of the venue like when it's full and like whatever else It was pretty random in there, but uh, uh, Once again another solid showing by your host here. So it started off with the Thursday night casual night There's a little bit of a meet-and-greet social hour you know, you know, good old David. Yeah, had, had some free chips and some free drinks, some little uh, fruit waters and whatever down there. I guess um, so. Like that was cool. Casual night. I played a. Uh, you guys saw it, but it was a pretty uncreative team. It was triple Medusa, double Steve Rogers, Voyager, Triple H, Duke Thomas, and then uh, Odin. A little, a little stolen Odin there from uh, from Simeon. Took his idea a little bit. <laughs> um, hey, to be fair, you played
1: that before we recorded the uh, episode, so I had. No idea. Also play. true.
0: Yeah. So true. Uh, and then, yeah. So, like, the team did all right. Uh, it never, like, alpha'd the way I wanted it to ever, which is, like, such a shame. I, I that's, like, the frustrating thing where it's, like, yeah, I'm a 14 for six. Smack a smack around, whatever. But, nah. It, the team never alphaed the way it should have. People, like, chose. Like, I lost map every time, and people chose. Ba- I don't think I lost it every time, but, like, people chose, like, they had. Yeah, I mean, they had good positioning for themselves. Bad positioning for me, or like you know, even with my 14 attack, they had like a 21 defense or something. You know, it was very, it was very inconvenient trying to like hit people sometimes, which like sucked. So like the first game, we were able to win. Wasn't able to like wipe the team. It was a 500 point game by the way, which is just nutty. Um, and then next game, I played against a listener playing an all like Latveria theme team, and so I, I made the bad uh, choice of trying to be like, yeah. I'm going to kill God Emperor Doom in one turn, which I could do technically. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Like but we ended up missing every single attack and I'm like, "Oh. Well, oh, I'm very, I'm dead. Yeah. I'm 100% dead." Yeah, like there's I got nothing then. Like this team is this team is dead, you know. So like that that game was a little rough. Um, I and I don't remember what or who I played in the last game, but then I won that one. So I was like, "Okay, you know, 2 and 1 casual night, having fun." That was neat. Um Hotel was a pretty nice hotel. It was the Hyatt Regency. Uh, There was a TV in the freaking bathroom. So if you wanted to watch Supernatural or the news where you brushed your teeth, you could. It was built into the mirror. Yeah, like it was so unnecessary.
1: 200-meter sprints going on, but I really have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Ah, thank goodness I can finish watching it in here. (laughs) I would have been so upset if I didn't get to
0: see who won. Yeah, Uh, like...
1: Hey, kind of man, it was thing. there.
0: Yeah. It was there. Yeah, exactly. Very nice. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the first day. Uh, second day was just getting organized for 300 Modern. I played a Latveria theme team. I liked Chad Birdsall's idea when he was on the show, um, and I was like, all right, cool, I'm going to play that, but I'm going to switch it up a little bit. So I just pulled Sky Tyrant the week before, so I'm like, I'm going to put Sky Tyrant on the team, and then I'm going to uh, slap on Nathaniel Richards, We're going to get rid of one of the Phoenixes, we're going to get rid of, I think he had two High Evolutionaries, I only had one. And I put on obviously Power Gem for Sky Tyrant, but it was basically, it was like Double Flash. It was High Evolutionary, Nathaniel Richards, Dark Phoenix, the map bonus, obviously Doom the Annihilated Conqueror to make it a theme team. And then I would normally swap him out to all caps Doom. And some other figures were also there. I don't know, Molecule Man and like something else. Either way, it was like a plus eight. Area theme team. It did pretty well, so, like you guys saw in the video, and if you didn't watch the video, I'll just recap it for you really quick. First game I lost, played against Double Black Widow, was still getting a feel for the team. We only, I only practiced it twice against another very similar team at like 4 a or like at 12am the night before we left for the Clix Cup. So it wasn't the greatest practice, it was more just like figuring out like how I want my setup to be and everything. Um, so yeah. So we did that, and uh, and then, yeah, first game we lost. Played against double Black Widow, and uh, what's it called? Black Leopard, hate that guy. We killed one Black Widow, that was it. And then I was like, all right, game's Dang, over. That's a rough um, team, because those Black Widows heal off their stop clicks, right? Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. And it was just terrible. So- so, and I couldn't do like the Black Widow or the Dark Phoenix thing, which what you're supposed to do with Dark Phoenix is like just throw her out there and then put her next to a Latvian peasant because it's not a May. You have to generate them. Uh, anyways, you put her next to a Latvian peasant, and when they start the game, that's like their starting area, which means they have uh, what's it called? First turn immunity. So you can't double target her and the Latvian peasant, and then she can mastermind to it and be fine. So, like, that's like the whole like play with like that. But you can't do that. Because Black Widow can just be like, pen poison, here you go. So you had to, I had to play more conservatively with everything. Um, and be a little more careful with what I was doing. And it sucks. Uh, so yeah, like just lost that game. A little bit of a bummer. A little bit of a bummer. Uh, next game, I was able to win, I want to say. I honestly don't remember what I played against. But I did beat it. It wasn't like a super handy defeat. Because I think no it was yeah i got 300 points so yeah i got 100 point loss 300 point win the next game was a 50 point loss and i only killed this dude scarab lost the map put me on ancient hold which is really inconvenient for like telekinesis sight lines with like the flash and nathaniel richards and trying to get my team moved up and then he also had a sky tyrant so it was like this ah oh, barrier and blah blah, blah 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 like it was just really tough to uh figure things out i made a couple of all right plays but overall, you know, I obviously lost 300 to 50. So not my best game. And then that was break. And I was like, man, I've got two losses. I have one win. It's 74 people. They're going to cut to top 16 out of 74 people, which means I have to not only win the next two games, but I have to sweep them. And then it's a big, maybe I'll be let into top 16, like humongous, maybe. So we eat lunch. It was a pretty tense lunch. I had, a, I had a Walgreens dinner, went over there. And just because the... Uh, there's a marketplace at the hotel. Crazy expensive. Bag of chips, like a mini bag of chips, $4, Holy you know. Yeah. Something dumb. Like, like a candy bar, which is like 89 cents or whatever at a gas station was $3. Like convenience store yeah. in like the lobby kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It, it was also crazy. like a mixed like Starbucks. So, like, it was a Starbucks that had food. So, like, some of the sandwiches were, like, okay. It's
1: weird, yeah. Starbucks at that point is probably
0: the cheaper option. Yeah. Very strange, right? What a a bizarro world we live in. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I instead, like, that place was just packed and, like, super full. So, I'm like, you know, I'm going to do, like, the quarter-mile walk to Walgreens and then get back. And that was probably not the best choice, but I was hungry. Hungry. So... (laughs) Uh, end up going against Charles Garst this next game. Uh, a member of the Uncanny Clicksman, and that's that's just like tough. When you know you got to play against like anyone who's on like a Hero Clicks team, you just know it's going to be a tough like fight. You know, you play against someone from Phoenix Nest or the Clicksmen or Earthbound and Down or like the Secret Invasion people or like whatever. You know, it's just going to be like a difficult fight because those are like players that like take it real seriously or like whatever you know. So it can be it can be tough. Uh, it was a pretty tough game. He played double Jason, uh, DJ Doom, and Spider Pharaoh. And we I was able to sweep it, but it was a close game. It was a really close game. Uh, it came down to, I think, and he had Proteus on the team as well. Uh, it came down to just all caps Doom tracking down Jason and eventually doing the power, make three attacks, bap, 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 to kill Jason that was like the toughest thing was like we whittled each other's teams down completely to just a 75 point figure left and i was like i gotta like obviously all caps doom is gonna kill jason like more so than jason could ever kill all caps doom but jason can also mind control move him away like whatever you know so we had to get that flow of who has tokens also basing and getting adjacent and not running away like all that stuff we had to get that flow figured out to then be able to even make attacks otherwise it would have been a tie you know, and it's like, yikes. Not what we want to have happen when we need to try to sweep teams to get in the top 16. But I was able to kill Jason. So I've got two wins. I got two losses. Um, we are at uh, 650 points. Sorry, 750 points at this point in time. And I'm like, I got to wipe the next person. Uh, next person I play against is Micah Lump, another uncanny clicksman person. And I'm like, dang, Micah is super fun to play against, but I have never beat Micah in a tournament ever. Um, so I was like, this. This is going to be tough. Micah was playing a team similar to his teammates, but it was Triple Jason with Spider Pharaoh and then probably the Proteus Retail or something like that. But I was like, dang, Triple Jason. That is a lot of rookies, a lot of pogs that he's making. So it was tough. Uh, But yeah, it was once again, like me and Micah always have crazy fun games. Like it's just it's always a super fun time. Uh, love playing games against him, but yeah, this is like my first ever win against Micah. I was able to pull it out and beat him, and that let me have one thousand fifty points left going into uh, yeah three wins and potentially making top sixteen. And lo and behold, I got uh, the sixteenth spot. They announced it. It was me versus uh, Joe. Uh, Joe, member of Phoenix Nest, good guy, uh, really funny dude, and he was playing a crazy, just all sorts of different Alpha Strike stuff. He had. Uh, what's it called? Dr. Oz. Mr. Oz, excuse me. Gosh. You uh, did not have Dr. Oz. You did not have Dr. Oz on his team. He was not telling me about, like, skin care and, like, how peroxide is bad or, like, whatever. <laughs> um, no. Uh, he had Mr. Oz. He All had, you need you know, is some the... apple cider vinegar, and bam, yeah. the is gone. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yikes. Uh, and then he had, you know, the Charge Flash, the TK Flash. He had Sky Tyrants. Um, you know, big respect for me. He had... Uh, Guy Gardner, Red Lantern Guy Gardner, which was cool. But he also had uh, Jason and uh, Molecule Man. It was just a ton of good offense stuff with enough barrier to uh, make it interesting. So I probably made a poor map choice. I didn't go to the Latverian Village on this map because I just didn't feel confident uh, slapping Dark Phoenix out there, not having another one to back her up. And I just didn't like the idea of leaving her out in the open to get shot by a rookie pog or whatever. So I'm like, you know what? We're going to go to WWE arena indoor. I'll lose my mat bonus. I won't get any peasants. I don't think it's a big deal. And the game kind of devolved into like, Oh, he killed one of my pieces. I killed one of his pieces, kills one of my pieces. I kill one of his pieces. And then I, I just ended up being on the wrong flow of killing pieces because, uh, it came down to just sky tyrants against guy Gartner. And, uh, I wasn't able to make the second attack against Sky Gardener because he rolls on the combat reflexes and that left guy on poison yeah. which meant he could just, you know, kill Sky Tyrant, resurrect, poison, resurrect, and then he could punch him and the chainsaw I had two shots to punch him. And then that was all she wrote for, uh, for uh whatever what's it called sky tyrant so that was okay i was super proud of it though like out of 74 people i made top 16 in a like 300 modern hero clicks like competitive event. like that that to me is is huge i'm pretty proud of being able to pull that off especially when you know everything was on the line i had to make two wins and i was able to make those two wins so Okay. I'm not like you, a competitive you player or whatever because I wasn't roll twenty. So there's also that. also that. Yeah, I wasn't able to just cheat like I always do on roll twenty.
1: So no, no, no. Not necessarily yeah. you. Just not, uh, just oh, okay. you know, people who make top sixteen on roll twenty right. based tournaments. Okay. Uh, no, that okay. <laughs> is hey, that is true. Lucas Van Holland wasn't able to make top sixteen. So that's true. What does yeah, that yeah. say? Surprise! Sure. Wow. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Interesting for sure. Mm. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, that was three hundred modern man. Like wild times always. Oh, what was that listener who won 300 Modern? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. It wasn't me, sadly. So we don't actually have to talk about no. Uh, 300 <laughs> Modern uh, was won by Tyler Spees with his animal build. I, I talked to Tyler a little bit earlier oh, you that mean, day. Brad Broyles' build? Is that what you said? Uh, it was pretty much. Uh, but Brad was playing X Men, but he also had double maggot. I think Tyler Brad's. It's one more maggot makes the difference. Clearly uh you know chip and everything like that so it wasn't an x-men theme it was whatever but i was like man dude animal theme no retail i told him like does it feel weird uh carrying around something so light like there's no two by twos on it at all and he's like actually yeah it is kind of (laughs) weird because you know tyler's the big you know he's the whale guy so like Whale's he always around yeah like yeah, like tons of two by twos and like this team has like none of them on it I'm like dude you have no retail on your team that's just so strange I never thought I'd see the day but he won so you know big ups big congrats to Tyler Spees dude always a cool guy always a pleasure to hang out talk to them a little bit Um. so yeah yeah he won 300 modern uh, I want to be do big shout outs to a uh, Patreon member Kevin Nelson for rocking double null double. Mr. Oz yeah. to top 16 sadly getting beat out top 16 but dude went four and one in uh in Swiss Dang. with double null. So like shape change rolls were hot. And like here's like my crazy thing about like double null is I don't yeah. know, is he a twelve attack, eleven attack, something? It depends on what, what he top uh what like point So at one twenty five yeah, at one twenty five in an eleven attack, no flurry. But he's got Giant Reach 2 and you can't use Shape Changer Super Senses with the sword and you can't reduce below 1. He's got Outwit. But uh, besides Mr. Oz, because I don't know if it's a theme team. I guess Oz might have Cosmic. Let me double check. Um, Mr. Oz. Oz no. He does, have cosmic. he does. Okay, so it is a theme team. So he's got three theme probs plus an Oz prob with an 11 attack. That's just crazy that he was able to like just slap people around, you know. Because in any one given turn, he has three probs, and the next turn, he has two probs, and then every turn after that, he just has one prob with Oz, right? So, like, it's just... I mean, it's like
1: it's kind of like... It, like point it depends on which his stuff. point value is, but Null's other point value is 250, so quite yeah, so literally, it could not be a double Null team with either... At, yeah. Yeah, anything other yeah. than 125. Uh, So, he, he had 10 points left
0: over. Was that just, like, a gem, or... What was he? I honestly don't know. I honestly have no idea what he was playing. I don't I think Kevin might have been playing ten down, because I've only ever seen his opponent score forty points. Like Dang. he very well might have just been playing ten down. Because like the gnolls already have like both objects, right? So yeah, yeah
1: you're not equipping but,
0: them with anything else
1: lightly. Yeah, that doesn't make too much sense. But he can either
0: because. do like a WWE ring, which is very situational if your opponent jumps in there and lets you then jump in there, you know, like or you're just ten points down, right? You know? S- uh,
1: So Noel essentially has uh, like a form of phasing with his uh, free place within hindering terrain within four squares. So on the right map, he can just go through walls situationally. Um, yeah, I know. Like my the most experience I have playing null is when we did the make it meta tournament. And I oh, played yeah. my null with uh, molecule man, which was amazing because I could shut down my opponents like Your other uh, null, yeah. Yeah, the, I could shut down oh, the other yeah. null and like where they could move to just by turning their smoke cloud into barrier um, with molecule man. But yeah, that is double it is, null it is pretty, a wild. four to six rollout and then a five six willpower roll uh, Five six impervious roll top dial, and then negating those kind of
0: things with the necro sword, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's a very solid team, but like kind of like what Kevin said uh, a little bit is like if he just doesn't make shape change, he doesn't make shape change, and Sky Tyrant goes yum, you know, which sucks. <laughs> uh, that's like the crappy thing about like modern right now. Excuse me, but like Sky Tyrant is like, and I know I played one with the power gem, whatever. But Sky Tyrant is such a buzz kill where it's like, oh, I charge up. I'm a uh, 13 for six, elite, elite, you know, like whatever, or like a 13 for five or 12 for five. Like it's just, yeah, it sucks playing against Skydiver, man. It just, it just does. Um. Anyways, that was uh, that was Stranger Modern. Always a good time. I. Honestly, what did we do after 300 modern? I do silver not even remember uh, No teams sorry, excuse me teams was the next day uh, on my team was Brandon and David both super cool guys uh, Brandon I think is from Florida area. I know David for sure was from the Florida area um, And we were doing a water woman team sealed. I like water woman as a sealed set. Uh, it's pretty it's really fun um, Yes, Superman and Zeus exist Um yeah it's it's rough and then technically yes sky tyrant is in the set but like the chases like come on uh anyways we had pretty good pulls my team ended up being full point zeus with jason and then a uh allied soldier for the enhancement and then star sapphire for tk and barrier so only two main attackers uh with a tk that can be used defensively and then of course i got my little allied guy bumping my damage um jason has prob uh zeus has prob zeus has two stop clicks he's a 19 impervious he's got mystics he's a 12 attack 5 damage triple target 7 range top dial he's a beast um so i really just really dug my team my our b player which is brandon we pulled a king shazam which is very lucky for us um super solid and sealed so, we had Brandon just play full Shazam with Apollo. Uh, Apollo is awesome. Uh, honestly, dude, Apollo is crazy good and sealed. So, Apollo, the only bad thing is that he's got sidestep, right? So, Apollo is 100 points. He is 9 speed sidestep, 11 attack pen blast, 18 defense invulnerability, 4 damage with prob, and he's got power cosmic. Like, Apollo is a baller. He's also 8 clicks deep in half of those eight clicks he has regen to get him back up to it uh bottom dial he's just yeah four clicks of regen four clicks of outwit his last two clicks he has stealth and pen blast and 11 attack he only has two clicks with a 10 attack value on his whole dial he only has four clicks out of his eight click on dial with a three damage uh, and he has blades every time he has three damage so if you want to it can be more like apollo's a beast so he had Apollo, Teen Lantern, and then King Shazam at full with the Angler. We were given the Angler to King Shazam for that extra, extra boost, just to totally mess fools up, you know. And maybe it would have been better to give it to Apollo. I don't know. Maybe maybe he changed up how he played his games. Oh, another big thing about Apollo, uh, targeting elevated and hindering. Oh yeah. It's just gnarly, it's crazy gnarly. Like, Zeus just has improved targeting hindering, which is like okay. But like being able to shoot through elevated is insane with Apollo. Like That's just awesome. Um, anyways. And then our last dude, uh, David, we kind of just gave him like the whatever team. We gave him full point Superman with an Amazon to make it an Amazon theme team. And then we put Batman on the side. So that way the he had plus one attack against Justice League as an ally. So I used to have the sheet, but we all lost our first round. Uh, I played against Caleb Reddick. Um, I think Maiko is also on that team and then there's another Clicksman. basically a Clicksman team Uh, My dice abandoned me really hard in in that first game And I also didn't didn't think I played it to like the best of my ability He had strife with Superman and I every single time I went to shoot strife It just I could never connect and I was taking way too much mystics damage than I should have been taking which really sucked Uh, But we lost that game Next game, uh, me and Brandon were able to clutch out a victory. The game after that, I clutched out a victory, and then David clutched out a victory. And then the very final game of Swiss, we uh, went against went against Kevin, uh, I believe. I don't remember who was on their team, but also Isaac Denke was there. So I played against Isaac. Isaac had a just a team of a ton of attackers, right? He had... Steve Trevor, he had Antiope, he had the Common Wonder Woman, he had the Chase Star Sapphire Wonder Woman, and he had uh, what's her face? Wonder Girl. Like, he just had a bunch of attackers. You know, I have have two attackers on my team. He has like four, you know, plus he can plus he pulled two Amazons that Wonder Woman can generate, and an Allied Soldier that Steve can generate. So I was just it was, our game, it took so long. I wish I would have filmed this game. Zeus it ended up being like just Zeus at the end of it and he was starting to lose people that could deal Zeus damage like I'd finally I finally killed star sapphire wonderman after a long time finally killed I killed Donna Troy like right not Donna Troy excuse me wonder girl right away her name's like Cassie or something uh killed her like almost right away which is good with Jason and then it came down to there weren't a lot of people left that could even do three damage to like take zeus out so he was relying on like steve to bring in his allied soldier and whatever um and then like with like three turns left basically like i didn't know there were three turns left but like before the last three turns zeus goes to shoot somebody and crit misses and puts himself on his final stop click and i am sweating bullets the entire <laughs> time I am just like, oh, please, no. No, Zeus can't go out like this. Not the mighty Zeus. Please, please, no. And somehow, dude, Isaac must have missed a, a record number of attacks that game. Like, it was it was pretty bad, honestly. But yeah, Zeus was sitting at his last click, which he just has like an 18 impervious, you know. And no prob either, and just Isaac's dice abandoned him. And I, I just got... It was crazy, lucky that game. It was like it was a close game. It was a fun game. There were just some wild dice rolls on both sides. Like it was, it was fun.
1: It was fun. I think the few times I've beaten Isaac come down to similar things. Um, when I played the tendigo try try sentinel, uh, he was playing uh, dweller in the darkness. I don't know. Does not matter. Uh, but called in and iceman, boosted his like attack and damage to super high and at the time Iceman could pop off and keep charging if he KO'd somebody and so he was just like burning through my Wendigos because they're all giants and uh, colossals so as long as they're a giant or colossal Iceman can keep attacking and he like kills two Wendigos, gets to the third and I think the third he like misses, probs it, needs like a three or a four or something like very low and just like could not hit like kept trying and just could not hit, and I was just like, "Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess I, I made a good team here, huh? Because clearly, <laughs> you you eventually miss if you attack enough, uh, successfully attack
0: enough, and you you aren't uh, you are <laughs> wrong. <laughs> That's how it feels. Sometimes. You make enough attacks, you're gonna miss. Sometimes some I'm of like, them. man, like, I really outplayed yeah. you by."
1: just having see more figures on my team <sighs> yeah it's pretty fun. look
0: at all these figures think about all those attacks you'll have to make you're gonna miss some you're of gonna, them boy
1: it's like uh <laughs> like <laughs> in some sort of terrible like boxing thing like like rocky he's like well i might not be the best boxer but i'll sure wear them out if they hit me a hundred times <laughs> like, right. that's not how you box though rocky what are you doing uh not saying i'm the i'm the rocky of hero clicks but uh my teams sure are no uh,
0: a little rocky is that what you're saying <laughs> but uh yeah we were somehow able to make it to the top six or top eight cut of teams i was like oh yeah let's go boys so i was like super prepared for us to win teams uh we went up against secret invasion i played against matthew ventura uh he had yellow lantern hal jordan and, really? uh yeah <laughs> right i feel like if you pull it maybe you should play it like a construct's I mean, not bad i guess they, yeah they, they were they ruling a, the boot correctly there right that was yeah they were ruling Arata, the boot so, correctly so yeah, yeah. Okay. close combat expert you know so it was an 11 for three or whatever it is right for the boot um so yeah like uh what's it called it was a tough game. He also had Antiope at full dial. Um, a teen Lantern. Teen Lantern's very annoying at 35 points with their little one-click, one-thing-a-barrier prob from the barrier. Ooh, uh, ooh, uh, whatever. At uh, one point, they just barriered in like Zeus. Like, they just completely just did, made four barriers and just put barrier, barrier, barrier around Zeus. Um, it's really weird, but Zeus can't fly. Um, yeah. For whatever reason, it makes zero sense to me, but Zeus just he can't fly. So... I'm like, oh, you've boxed me in. So it ended up going to be, I needed to make a breakaway roll with Jason. So, like, when you make super senses, you're like, oh, 50-50? I don't even want to attack that guy. I'll probably, he'll probably totally get super senses. But then you make your own breakaway, and you know it's 50-50. You're like, man, I shouldn't even waste time breaking away. I know it's going to fail. Like, it just, it's so disparaging to try to, like, make a breakaway. But I, sure enough, I made a breakaway with Jason, destroyed the barrier with Zeus, and then triple targeted blam blam blam, you know, killed the rest of his team, which was like a really cool Oh, and he had 125 points Superman, which was also tough in its oh, own man. right to uh yeah. to get rid of, you know? So yeah, like it was a very formidable team. Um I made the mistake of not one-shotting uh Hal, Yellow Lantern, Hal Jordan, because he just gets super nasty, bottom dial. He becomes like a 12 for four. Um he was sadly only he was only an eleven for three. I actually looked at his card. This was the only time most of the weekend, where I, like, looked at his card and was like, okay, I gotta look at this dude's card, because I know he ramps up, and I don't want to put him on, like, a 12 for 4 or something dumb. So this was the first time I ever, like, looked at an opponent's card purely because I didn't totally know what their figure did, but I knew enough that I shouldn't put it to, like, a, a place where it's going to absolutely kill me. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, did that, and then, yeah, like, I was able to clutch out that victory, sadly. Brandon and David they tried their best but they were not able to uh, to win either of their games which means we uh, we went home in top eight but uh, we're gonna get a, a booster each of rise and fall so we shall see um, if you ever get the we booster, pull, yes if we ever get the booster yes <laughs> um, yeah so that was uh, that was the event man uh, and sorry that wasn't the event uh, later that, that night was, we were gonna go. Like, that was team sealed. Yeah. We were going to go out to eat, but we were just like waiting way too long for everything. So instead, me and Chad went over to the bar, which is pretty good. Had some good, you know, Chad Birdsall, always a great guy. You guys heard him on the podcast. He's a pretty fun dude to talk with, he keeps it pretty real. Uh, so we hung out for a bit. Later, I went to my room. Uh, the Chinese food delivery guy was there and uh, perfect. I was like, perfect timing. Beautiful. And I ate some orange chicken and fried rice and called it a night. Went to, went to sleep. Got rested up for Sunday, baby. Sunday was the 400 silver. This is the one I, I suppose people are going to be fairly interested in, I guess. Are we, are we skipping about who
1: won teams because we don't like Lucas or uh, because we don't
0: like PJ? Oh, that's right. They did win. Sorry. Uh, I honestly forgot. Uh, yes, I know Edward Shelton. We, we definitely like Ed. So it's, Oh, Ed's it's awesome. Gotta be Ed's the like the two. best. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well... Ah, it's a real toss-up between Lucas and PJ. Honestly, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty big toss-up. I'm gonna go Lucas. I'm gonna go Lucas. Even though I was uh, groomsman at his wedding, uh, we're gonna go Lucas. No, but uh, yeah, they won teams. So Phoenix Nets won teams. It was Lucas, PJ, and Edward Sheldon. Edward Sheldon, of course, always a joy. PJ always alive. Lucas Van Holland always alive as well. Uh, pretty f- no, they're 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 all good guys. They're all pretty good guys. I also skipped over the banquet by accident here. Um, I didn't have a lot to do with the banquet. I honestly was going to say, uh, I was going to skip the banquet. Like, even though I paid for it, I was like, I better just bring a book or something. Like, I was I was not really excited to do it, honestly. Um, But it was pretty good. The food was awesome. There's some of the best like spaghetti and meatballs I've had ever. Just period. Like, it was awesome, awesome food. Um, They did a giveaway for a Sky Tyrant, and the giveaway was who can make a five or like a four hundred point Golden Age. Team with Sky Tyrant, and you had like two or three minutes to like write down a team on a piece of paper, and so here here was my team. My team was Sky Tyrant at fifty points. Then it was Carnage, Groot, and a Moloid for a uh, for forty points, and then Power Gem. So that's a hundred points altogether. The last 300 points, uh, so for 270 points, I had the Zombies team base, and then uh, at five points each year, we had Electro, Super Scroll, Mole Man, Gladiator, Mobius, uh, and Juggernaut, I think, were the Zombies I chose. I honestly don't remember who I chose off the top of my head, but that's what I went with. And it came down to two teams, mine and somebody else's, to win the Sky Tyrant, and I was like, yes, let's go, Zombie team base, baby, coming in clutch. And uh, it it ended up being a roll off, and I rolled like a four or something, and I was like, "Well, this is a load of barnacles. Come on, man! Zombie team base is way cooler than like Book of the Skull. No offense to Brandon Chastine or Shistine or however I say his name, um, but yeah. Anyways, didn't weren't able to clutch that one out. Uh, the main thing about the Clicks Cup like banquet dinner was they were doing a drunk two drunk battle royales, and they were playing Nick Fury Agents of Shield. Lucas uh, Van Holland and Tommy Lytle got in for Phoenix Nest. Um, they were playing. There's also some other people there playing. Uh, there was uh, Manny Kings, and then there was Charles Garst was also playing. Um, Manny pulled uh, balls of fury, nice. so like awesome luck, but like huge instant target on your back oh, as yeah, far definitely. as like you know battle royale goes. I think. Probably, like, the real best thing to pull in a Battle Royale would be, like, that Hulk
1: from uh,
0: Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Either, like, Hulk or Iron Man. Like, one of those high-point
1: figures. Something that, yeah, something that, like, nobody's... Or uh, that Black... Oh, wait, that's not... I was thinking Black Panther from Age of Ultron. Um, Oh, no. From Nick Fury. Yeah, the Super Rares were really like the bread and butter cuz the chases weren't like that's not a battle royale like the, no, chases, the chases, chases weren't ever going to save you but uh they're even worse in battle royale kind of format oh, well,
0: they bad they uh, real bad yeah, um so yeah that is a there big was that, oh yeah absolutely um so uh some people got very drunk that night uh it was very funny <laughs> uh I won't say who but it was hilarious uh it was great uh, and can, anyway, yeah, let me guess just
1: guess is as to people who were commenting on Facebook threads like <laughs> late that night after oh the event. I was like, oh man, these people have
0: been drinking quite a bit. Yeah, dude, there was, uh, yeah, people were getting a little rowdy, a little rowdy that night. It was pretty funny. Um, They also did like trivia. We did pretty good at trivia, considering our table had way, way less people. There's a part in the video that doesn't make a lot of sense without any context, but uh, Wes Summers is yelling at uh, Matty G here in my um, travel vlog video. And for the context of that is, they asked what keywords does the Super Rare Flash from Wonder Woman have? And Maddie G got a surprising number of the keywords wrong uh, on the figure oh, that he, of no. course, designed, <laughs> and, yes. which uh, prompted uh, that response we see in the video from Wes, <laughs> which is pretty pretty funny. Um, yeah. So I, I was pretty lucky. I was able to guess all three modern members of Agents of Atlas, which is Amadeus Cho-Hulk, Silk... And Kamala Khan from the Fantastic Four set, only because I own one issue of the Agents of Atlas from like a year ago, and uh, yeah, I was like, wow, can't believe I remember that. Sweet, it was uh, it was me, Kevin, Isaac, and Ed Shelton were all on a team for like trivia, which is pretty sweet. I think we did uh, something like Team America Forever or like Team Wakanda America or something like I don't I can't remember what our team name was, but it was pretty funny. Um, so I was, I was pretty was pretty uh, pretty happy about that. Anyways, uh, and then they did like a dice rolling thing where I almost got to like the last like, you know, just roll dice, whatever it was, seven or higher, four or lower, like whatever, almost made it very high there. So I, um, this weekend, if we could call it anything, it was Calder almost one weekend. Um, and so I think we can safely now move on to Sunday and talk about uh, Silver Age here. But you no, know, the banquet was a lot of fun. Uh, Scott Crampton and PJ did a lot better job during the banquet than I thought they were going to do. Just being honest here, like, I was like, oh, wow, like, it was actually pretty funny. They did, they had a fun game, they did trivia. Kind of just like how the Rock Cup did trivia during their banquet, so it was, it was cool, though. Uh, my team for Sunday, uh, the, I'll tell you the original build, and then I'll tell you, uh, kind of what happened at the event. So, the original build was Ares at 125, Awatu at 30, The Venom Prime at 80 points Molecule Man at 30 points Marvella at 15 Reign of Terror at 5 Ensign Crusher at 25 And then uh, Dawnbreaker at 75 And then I just slapped on the Mansion Ring and the H dial Because why not Uh, As I am in line To Do my team And get it registered for the events Somebody Goes hey can I look at Dawnbreaker's card And I'm like yeah sure Uh, They read it and they go, your team doesn't work, which is a little like disparaging to hear, which it's like, oh, well, can you explain it, I guess? You know, they're just like, oh, your team doesn't work. And I'm like, oh, that's very cool. Thank you for saying that. Can you explain your answer, though, for the class? Uh, So Dawnbreaker reads, choose a it's like it basically has to be an opposing character, an opposing figure that generates the bystander. Ares says an opposing force generates a bystander next to a character, which really sucked um, because I had practiced with this team this way with Dawnbreaker, um, you know, and it's, it's it wasn't totally on me because I was stealing the idea from Kevin, and then you know I I talked with like Lucas and stuff about it, and I was like, hey man, like I like I told you what the team did and everything is like pff, you know like it's it just it is what it is like, and then it as opposing you're in character. line. Oh, because yeah, yeah, so whenever an opposing
1: character generates one or more bystanders, so the keyword is opposing character generates the bystander, and yeah. Aries is opposing force instead. So since there's not an, a there's not a specific character that's generating it, according to Ares, Ares says um, let's see. When he uses it succeeds Allied soldier or a German soldier bystander, if you do, an opponent also generates so yeah, Ares gives an opponent a yeah you know, Allied soldier or German to generate. Yeah, that is a very specific and I I have to imagine the person that asked to see Dawnbreaker's card had already looked at that like combo.
0: Because there's I, no I way met, I would have noticed so. that you know, and I don't want to blow up anybody's spot about who it was. It was a member of Phoenix Nest, and there were two other members of Phoenix Nest this day also playing a mission points build similar to mine, but not using a uh, Dawnbreaker. So I assume, you know, being the think tank that that team sort yeah. of is, or Those most are yeah, passed around, yeah, at some point. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah. And so me not being a member of the inner circle or privy to that information just didn't get it. So it like, so like that, honestly. Um, Took like the wind completely out of my sails. I was like, oh, well, then I can only kill one pog a turn, and I, you just can't, you can't win that way. Not with Ares. Like, you just, you can't do it by killing one pog each turn. Like, I can try. It'll be marginally slower because before you would always win on like turn seven or eight, or like whatever. Like, just fact. Like, if you kill two pogs every single turn based on how mission points go and like the ramp up and everything, you would always win on like turn seven or eight. Um, and instead like halfway through i'm just like oh geez i don't know what to replace 75 points with because there's just nothing that works with this team the way it should work so i i end up just putting dj doom on the team with a full set of sideline dooms because that's never bad i guess um and we just we're gonna roll into play i honestly wanted to drop out like as lame as it sounds like my team just didn't work the way I wanted it to. I was like, well, this, yeah. this sucks. You know, it just it just completely took the wind out of my sails. And I was like, well, I kind of don't want to play. You know, it was Sunday. It was after three long days of, like, playing Hero Quicks, you know. I was just like, maybe I could drop out, take a nap, go to the hotel gym or whatever, walk around, go to the pool or, like, something, you know, and just not play. Like, that's, like, that's, sadly, like, that's not a good mindset to have for anybody ever. But that's, like, that's sort of like what went through my mind when it's like oh your team doesn't work and i am glad that they told me number one i'm glad i didn't get there and then someone called the judge on it and then be like hey this dude's team doesn't work because then that would have really sucked right i am at least glad that it was in line for registration that uh right. they let me know you yeah, know so, so you can kind at the of very least
1: salvage part of like what you're playing yeah but yeah, it, yeah it's very disheartening to have an idea and like have even practiced the, like the idea and then be told like right before you expect to play. It's already like yeah. a pretty stressful time when you're uh, getting like you know your team like you know ready to go against your first match and see where your pairings are and stuff. I imagine yeah. that's pretty not necessarily earth shattering, but it's definitely like no. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. It's I wouldn't feel bad if I was just like I'm gonna bounce. I think uh, Cartoon Network has, like, a Courage the Cowardly Dog marathon. I'm going to go catch that. I'll be in the hotel room. See you guys. Right. Yeah. Not
0: even in the bed, but, of course, watching in, like, in the bathroom mirror TV, (laughs) sitting there, like, oh, man.
1: Yeah. So sad. Um, But, yeah. uh,
0: Cry directly into, like, the sink. Into the sink. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No. So we went with DJ Doom and the full set of Dooms. So really quick, fun fact about DJ Doom because how his replace effect works at the beginning of the game you can play him equip him with the time platform all that jazz swap him out at the beginning of the game the time platform will drop wherever he was then you can have the other doom pick it up power action pick it up just because of how like replacement effects work and uh, equipment is which is really cool um so first game uh i played against a it wasn't even a theme team i don't think but it they still beat me with map because my team's not a team team either. But it was like double King Shark and like double Black Manta and Blackbeard. It was like this very water heavy team, which is why it was weird that they put me on the ROC States map, the Crystal Underground Cavern or whatever. I'm like, there is oh, water and it's a pretty like... big st- okay, like stretch, but not. it wasn't like and I don't know if Flashpoint Flood is legal anymore or whatever, but like not like a map like that or something, you know, which I thought was strange. But Anyways, I was like, well, I'll, I'll try to do what I try to do. I, I swapped out to all caps Doom. No, actually, no, I didn't. I actually rolled like a, a 2 and a 5 with DJ Doom. So I was like, okay, I think I'm going to keep this. Um, so I still play DJ Doom, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to start doing the thing. So basically how the team works, guys, is Ares makes a bystander um, if he succeeds at leadership. I have the Reign of Terror, which lets me reroll if I win map. And then I have Ensign Crusher, which just always lets me reroll. Ares succeeds on a 4 through 6 leadership, so it's 50 50. He makes a bystander every turn. And then Venom, uh, when he charges, after resolutions, you deal one penetrating damage to all characters. And it specifically says friendly or opposing. So I have Venom uh, charge in place to kill the bystander. Um, normally, What I was doing was I would make two, because Dawnbreaker would let me make two, and then I would just kill two, kill two, clear, kill two, kill two, clear, right? Like, that was how Venom worked. That's how, that was what the flow of the team was supposed to be. And then Molecule Man, barriers, smoke cloud, roll for that, Marvella, barriers, whatever. And then Awatu was just on the team just to have one other way to get mission points, just in case. Um... And so now I'm I'm rolling with this team. I'm trying to do, like, the same thing as I was going to do before. But I'm like, man, only killing one at a time means my turns have to be like that. They have to be crazy fast. And my opponent needs to take fast turns as well. Um, But I got, you know, fairly lucky where I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I have to play more forward with this team, which means I have to kill their German as well, which is tough to do (laughs) against King Shark and not having any TK. Uh, Lucky for me, I got myself in a... a well enough position that I was able to win by mission points thanks to Iwatu rerolling uh, stuff and him rerolling stuff and getting mission points and then killing my own guys. And then also, but it was like turn probably 10 or 11 or where it's like oh, I just had to play faster, I had to do whatever, but I still won my first game off mission points, 400 sweep. Felt great because I didn't kill anything else on the team, but when you win by mission points, it's as if their force is defeated. So you just get the full whatever the build is. So I, you know, I turned in my sheet, feel pretty good. Uh, sit down. Uh, next game, uh, the judge walks up to me. And he's like, "Hey, next time you win by mission points, tell us." And I was like, "Oh." Um, I looked up the rules. Like, I, I did the point scoring right. Like, I didn't. Like, I thought he was like um, scolding me for like doing something wrong. And I was like, "Oh man, no, I I did it right. That's how it's supposed to be." And he's like, "No, no, 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 because it's cool." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, no, it is cool. <laughs> you know." So, anyways, uh, next game, I go against, and I'm not gonna say this dude's name. Um, because i don't want to be negative or anything but it, he was probably one of the slowest players i have ever played against we i think we each had like three turns maybe
1: dang yeah, it was no it was painful that's probably in my opinion the hardest part of mission points to get past like the hardest <laughs> the hardest point isn't necessarily racking up the points it's if you and your opponent aren't both taking quick turns because like i can force quick turns out of myself i can be like all right like this is what i'm going to do super simple turn be like leadership barrier pass turn like leadership shoot this guy move here pass turn like you know that i can make my turns really quick if i think that we're like running low on time but if your opponent just does not care does not like well, care to like make the turns fast yeah there's no no
0: accounting for that really yeah it, it can be uh be pretty rough so i lost that one he's able to kill like watu and something else i don't know it was pretty low scoring game halfway through i was like ah maybe i should try to play more offensively but with the map we were on and where he was positioned there's nothing i could like easily kill with like just by throwing venom out there so kind of, you know, a turn too late and by a turn too late. I mean on the second turn I got, I uh, I threw Venom out there to try to make some some kills, you know. It would have been good. I this is where Venom needs to have ignores characters so bad cuz then I could have killed like his Q and a few other things and like maybe could have just won by a normal hero clicks game <laughs> and just like win by points points. Yeah. Right. Uh, Because like there is some offensive, like my team has guts, you know. Yeah, that was one thing.
1: You have to for that exact reason. If your opponent like, not necessarily chooses to slow play you, but if they're like their tempo is just much slower, um, or if they choose to slow play you, like whatever, um, whichever.
0: I will. I will. I will say this really quick to this person's credit, Uh, he wasn't a slow player. He was a slow player. that makes sense for people he wasn't intentionally playing slow to run out the clock he was just you know for some people that you know and i'll give people the benefit of the doubt for getting back into the game after a long time playing a fairly complex team all this whatever it's just it can be hard to make choices you know so yeah but at the same time the, the individual was just pretty slow uh anyways lose that game Go to the next game i go against uh this dude who is playing all ghost riders with the mammoth ghost rider so not like a meta team by any means but if he gets on me and whatever and that's like that's two penetrating damage that i'm taking every time i attack a ghost rider unless i kill mammoth right away and then even then that's a lot of penetrating damage that i have to take when i kill a ghost rider uh But I also want him to get as close to me as possible because I want the German soldiers to be as close to me as possible, like, as well. So he wins map, puts me on whatever, bad map, uh, negative zone, I think, because it has the extended starting areas. I'm in negative zone. We're chilling. I, you know, I'm just trying to barrier up, do my thing, but he just, he gets that close to me. He has enough people to make enough attacks to destroy the two layers of barrier that I was able to make. Sadly, Molecule Man biffed it on his... Uh, whatever role. I wasn't able to have, like, three layers thick of barrier. So he was, like, did two shots of barrier and then it just started, like, he got too close where it was, like, I can't really barrier anymore, so I've got to start punching people. So, uh, still were able to win off mission points in this game. Uh, Between Awatu actually, like, got me, like, two or three mission points just because of, like, the amount of attacks that were being made. Maybe even four. He got, like, more than any other time Awatu got points. So, like, Thanks to Iwatu, I was able to win a little bit faster, which is pretty cool. And then just making all those attacks was okay, because then I was like, oh, sweet. Um, if you, you all have Mystics, so when I make my Allied Soldier, I just have to have him punch somebody, you know? Uh, sadly, <laughs> all of them have uh, like invulnerability, so I had to like punch someone with somebody else first to put them on toughness on these Ghost Riders. But still, I was like, cool, Allied Soldier can kill himself that way. That way, I don't have to, like, worry about placement with Venom and the German soldier. I can just send Venom out to kill the German soldier, swing on something else, and then it totally works out pretty well. So, that just goes to where, like, my opponent played forward and I played forward, instead of just the turtling mission points type normal, what the build is supposed to be, where it's like solitaire, you just turtle up, you kill your own guys, you get mission points, you win, eventually. Um, So, like... Just because of how my team had to change, I had to change my playstyle. Lucky for me, uh, having something like Venom on the team, uh, honestly, Ares in his own right, and then of course, freaking Dr. Doom, uh, led me to have quite a solid amount of offense. Not like the best offense, no way at all, but that Venom is very good. I mean, tends, he's a full speed charge. He attacks and he deals a penetrating damage to everybody next to him after resolutions. That Venom is awesome. I like that Venom a lot. Um, He's like old-school Shredder's tech, almost. I shouldn't even say old-school. They rotated not that long ago, but whatever.
1: But still, I mean, yeah, ping... It's... Ping uh, damage. New tech
0: ping damage. Or old old tech, new fig, yeah. Basically. So, I ended up getting uh, two mission point wins, two losses that day. I felt cool with it. Um, Apparently... Like I now hold the tournament official tournament record for mission points wins, which is really really cool I'm very excited. I was able to do that. So like that's awesome Um, And I like I didn't think I honestly think it was like a crazy big deal just because I've been looking at mission points and like have I've kind of like feel like yeah, Aries is pretty viable and like obviously two other people thought that as well Um, They didn't do as well as I did (laughs) But uh, still they like they knew it so I was pretty happy with that Uh, Joe uh, Pangrazio put some articles up on Clicks Nexus about it. Sort of haphazardly mentions me, which I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Just have the most wins. It's like whatever, you know. I know, I know. No one wants to give Dial H the no time big of deal, day, but that's but that's okay. I will say, kind yeah, of a but, big uh, deal.
1: Yeah, Clicks Nexus did did name drop Dial H uh, as well as Calder, of course. Uh, but yeah, uh, I I don't, you know, it's it's not winning a 300 modern uh, states. No or you know something super well, crazy good like that. I uh, definitely it's just don't think uh, you can the win most competitive wins modern. with a uh, yeah. with a mission points build in modern well not modern in uh history
0: current history. There we go. That's right. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Put some respect to my name anyways. I uh, know we went to Disney Springs and we walked around and we had a good time. Uh, I wore uh, I bought some new shorts for the Rowdy Ranch Hand character, which I broke in while I was in Florida. Cause I'm like, you know, Florida is like sh- shorts weather. So I was wearing my jorts. I was, I did full Rowdy Ranch Hand to uh, Disney Springs. I wore a cut off uh, button shirt. I wore my jorts, had my hat, my boots and everything. <laughs> uh, a child pointed and laughed at me. So that was uh, a, a highlight of the weekend. Uh, uh, cut real deep, cut real deep there, Timmy. Um, this good anyways, time. yeah, we went to Florida Springs. It was, it was a good time. Went to Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood has. It was probably the cringiest restaurant I've ever been to. Um, Good food though. Uh, Bacon mac and cheeseburger, as Tommy or as Austin Lytle said in the Clicks Cup vlog video, was like an awesome burger. But the restaurant was very 2005 feeling, ghetto like knockoff. Like they would do like. Coming soon, here's the action hour. They would never play, like, real trailers to real movies. Oh. Like, they would show, like, bad clip art. Someone on it table would be, like, five asked for double cheese. No, not even anything like that. There was a ton of people having birthdays, apparently. That would They been had, really like, cool. tons of, like, clip art where it was, like, Happy birthday, Alyssa. And it was, like, a picture of Elsa or something. They would do, like, sing-alongs every once in a while. Where it would be like some random popular song and it's like everybody get up and sing and our like waiter was like come on guys get up and sing. and It's like whoa yeah we're halfway there. It's just like very awkward like no I'm not going to sing in a restaurant what are you talking about bro. Um, So yeah but it, it was a fun experience. They had cool stuff there like the uh, Charlie Cox screen worn like Daredevil suit and like a Spider-Man 3 Spider-Man suit which is neat so. Um, and then we just went home, and I bought souvenirs for my friends and family at old Disney Springs, which is a good time. You can also buy the most expensive Blu-ray ever at Disney Springs. Uh, they have Captain Marvel on Blu-ray in the Marvel store for $40. Oh, my
1: gosh.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> like, is... what? That's a what a suspicious. markup. That was a 2019 film, was it not? Had to have been. Yeah. Very that much came so. It wasn't before... very much for 2019.
0: Yeah. Wow. 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 Uh, So, yeah, that was, and and then that was Florida, right, dude? Isn't that just stupid? Um, And that was pretty much Florida. We went to the airport the next day. We just hung out in the hotel room. We had a very chillaxing Monday, went to the airport, uh, eventually flew out after I bought a few more souvenirs at the airport gift shops uh, because I wasn't able to get all of them at Disney Springs. Um, And then, yeah, we flew out to, uh, I believe we went to Atlanta, and as we're chilling Atlanta, I, you know, shout out to Bantams and Biddies because they had some awesome home style cook cooked food. I had a roasted chicken. I had some potatoes. I had some mac and cheese and I had a biscuit. It was 10 bucks for all of that for airport prices. Wow. And it was so good. Like home part cooked, cooked of this entire food. tale. <laughs> right. $10 Not like for a full meal at an airport. <sighs> right like oh yeah yeah, okay two wins at mission points whatever whatever you got that for 10 bucks at an airport <laughs> truly <laughs> like dude really mission I was points, excited mission points I need to find this restaurant that has cheap yeah, airport dude. food yeah honestly worth the flight to Atlanta airport whatever one it was uh Bantam's and Biddie's man awesome awesome place and i was i was going to sleep on that roasted chicken if the person in front of me didn't get all the chicken tenders i was probably just going to do that cuz i just wanted to you know eat it with like my hands i didn't want to have to like you know touch this roasted chicken with my hands and get all greasy and gross or whatever but uh, thankfully, he took all of them, and I got to have a roasted chicken. I'm like, man, I'm so glad I didn't sleep on it. It was delicious. Uh, so, yeah. And then uh, we get back in Sioux Falls at 10 o'clock, and I drive back to Vermillion, and I get home at, like, 1130, and I pass out. And that was the Clicks Cup. Wild, wild times. But it was super fun. It was the biggest thing. And I talked a lot about playing games, and, yeah, in my opinion, I did really well at, like, all the events. Proud of myself as like as far as like a hero close player goes, for making top sixteen, for making top eight, um, for doing well with the mission points thing and all like that jazz. Like so, I was just really happy about like my like personal record and everything for that event. Um, but the coolest thing, the most like just great thing, was meeting uh, listeners. Uh, Patreon members also was really cool seeing like them in person showing up. Chance McCall wasn't able to make it. That's okay. Um, we all, we understand. He lives like three hours away, but just, still just could not make it. That's okay. Um, but like meet, met like a new cool dude. Dude like me and this dude named Mike became like just freaking best friends over the event. Super chill dude. Big Captain America fan. Very similar like sense of humor and all that jazz. We played a battle royale together, which was really fun. Um, like, it was just, it was great. Like, he was a super cool guy, uh, other people in the past, and I just, I don't want to name drop too many people, because they'll get mad if I don't name drop everybody, so I'm going to stop name dropping people, um, but, like, there were just, there's people that just walked up, and they were like, yo, man, I love your videos on YouTube, and I was, you know, and I, I got a little selfish, I was like, hey, which ones do you like, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, if I know which ones they like, I can know to make more of them. And so some people are like, you know, we like the sculpt swap videos, we like the team building videos, like all that stuff. Uh, you know, one dude is like, I just like the the stupid, dumb videos that you make, too. And I'm like, hey, man, those stupid, dumb videos, those are my favorite as well. So, like, I'm not going to take any. And I and trust me, nobody knows more than me that they're stupid and dumb. I'm well aware. So, so yeah, like, that, that was just, it meant a lot to me just because, like, Whenever when I first went to nationals after like being on dial H for a year, I was like, "Yeah, I'm a pretty big deal. People are gonna probably walk up to me all over the place." And no one, no one at all, talked to me at nationals. Zero people, like, talked to me the first time I went to nationals in 2018, and that was like this real like gut check. Humbling moment, which I was very thankful for and now I just I come to just not expect it at all like okay Dial H exists, but there's too many people that play this game. We're a casual podcast. I'm going to competitive tournaments I understand people don't really list that's not that's not their jam And then like the more I go to stuff and the more I see people who like say they listen That just means so much and it gets me Really excited as I've been rambling for like almost an actual hour here about the clicks cup But like it gets me so excited to go to these tournaments and see listeners and talk to people that listen to the show Because I want to make it and like the YouTube videos and everything I want to make them good, and I want to make them entertaining for everybody So I just I love seeing people like that do that. It's it's awesome. I also ran into some people um, who go to Alex Morse's venue in Michigan uh so that was yeah that was pretty cool so i was like (laughs) wow all the way from michigan coming down here which is sweet so yeah like that was also pretty cool yeah yeah it's like i was like nice you know i was like hey man tell uh tell alex to uh lower them freaking singles prices i know he'd be scalping you guys uh (laughs) jokingly of course i said that jokingly of course um and I was like, "Hey, have you guys listened to the latest episode? Dial it for HeroHooks because your uh, judge or whatever is on there." You know, like, like that was cool. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was just an awesome, fun weekend seeing everybody interact with everybody. Yeah, I just like nothing's better for me in HeroHooks and the uh, the fellowship of it all. So yeah, it was great. Yeah. To, to sure. cap it off, it was just great. Okay. Well,
1: hopefully, uh, hopefully, like Clicks Cup and. Um just like the, the idea of Clicks Cup kind of spreads. I know we've got like ROC states and we've got WKOs and we've got like smaller kind of stuff like that. But I do like, I mean, I, I feel like uh, when it's more community-based or community-driven, um, it's just like a much more interesting thing. Plus, I like the multi-weekend event. Like, give me a reason to be there for more than a day and I'm yeah. much more likely to travel for it. Um, of course, I didn't travel for this one, but that's that. That was more because I just had, I've had a lot of like different stuff going on like lately, and just I've not caught a break where I could actually request time off for like a extended weekend, and I would definitely need an extended weekend to recover from something like oh. that. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. But I didn't. I I got very lucky in the fact that the air quality in our area, instantly turned to you'll die if you work outside. And so I basically got the whole week not having to do anything because of, like, the smoke from, like, Canada oh, or man. whatever would just kill you if you worked for too long outside. So, like, I think I worked, like, Wednesday, and then that was it. And just worked inside <laughs> the whole time, just doing whatever, you know. Like, not a lot of inside ranch work you can do, fun fact. listeners: oh, really- not not a ton so it was like working on like cosplay, which is super nice, um, and of course, actually emptying my HeroClix bag and organizing my HeroClix and putting the cards back and putting the figures back. Which I'm not gonna lie, guys. Sometimes when I get done with a HeroClix event, even a weekly one, that will sit on my table for weeks <laughs> before I actually like put the figures and cards back and everything. Uh, it's just the way it be. It's just the way it be. Um, but yeah, so. That is the Klux Cup. Hopefully everybody uh, got something out of that. But we are getting pretty long in the tooth for this episode. So let's go ahead, jump to some listener questions.
1: There are dozens of us.
0: Dozens! Alright, first question on Discord comes from Bill who says,
1: What if the DC Lantern Corps existed in Marvel? Name a character for each color. So, just to go down the line... Uh, We've got red for rage, orange for greed, yellow for fear, green for willpower, blue for hope, indigo for compassion, violet for love, and then uh, the two bonus colors, of course, being white for life and black for death. Um, But yes, a a character from Marvel for each of those colors. Okay. Um, should I go through my whole list of colors, or should we go back and um, forth? Let's do... Yeah, let's do back and forth, I think. Okay, so I'll go with red first, because that's my... That's, like, the easiest for me. That's the most simple one. And, of course, that's just going to be Wolverine, who has, you know, the whole ber- berserker rage. That's that's his whole... Not his whole gimmick, but that's a that's a big part of his gimmick. I think he'd make an excellent red lantern, and then he could fly... And that's just super cool. What kind of constructs would he make? Uh, Big ol' claws, probably, because he's not super clever, so.
0: Okay. Uh, For red, I first wrote down Hulk, and then I'm like, that wouldn't be very color thematic. So I put red Hulk in front of it. Um, and I think Red Hulk is good for it. Uh, he does the whole burning rage thing. And I think he could make some creative constructs cause like Thunderbolt Ross is a little more present when he's in his Hulk persona. So he could do something like tanks and jets, like artillery or like something like militaristic, like constructs for Red Hulk. I think that would be cool.
1: Yeah. That actually, yeah, that actually does make a lot. Cause yeah, he is, uh, a smarter, uh, like Hulk kind of person uh right. for orange i said norman osborne because uh he's probably like the closest thing marvel has to lex Luthor, um in my opinion i guess like doom would have been a fun one but i think norman's just a lot cooler especially well excuse me uh, i think norman's a cooler choice for orange lantern because uh his Dual identity kind of thing. Whereas Doom is like, he could probably be above the Orange Lantern ring. Uh, Norman would definitely use it to to try and like defeat the Avengers
0: one more time or something. Yeah. I definitely feel like Norman is like the dude who like, he'll just try to use anything he can to possibly like, you know, he's like, ah man, the serum goblin thing didn't work. All right. Iron Man suit now. Uh, did if work I either. take
1: over shield and rename yeah. it Something ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Hmm. You have a shield. What else would go with a shield? Well, sword is taken, so mm, a hammer! Yes! Yeah, okay, Norman. Um, uh, for orange, I have scribbled out, in order, Tony Stark, Doctor Doom, Norman Osborn, and, uh... <laughs> I, orange was really hard to pick orange is a hard um, one yeah like so and uh yeah I honestly didn't write anything down so I might think of something later but I genuinely was like man I have zero clue ruts right down orange so I guess I'm going to go with the collector oh, so yeah, he's yeah. pretty greedy dude you know so that's yeah that's, that's what I can think of so yeah collector for orange yeah that's fair enough
1: uh, Next up, Green Lantern Ring. So, I always kind of hated that they went with, like... So, when it was originally just the one lantern ring, and it was just like, oh, they use willpower. And then they introduced the spectrum, and they were like, oh, it's different, like, emotions. I was like, willpower just does not make sense to me as an emotion. Because, like, I don't know, humans innately have... Like willpower, like it, to varying levels, and I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to get into the whole thing. I just think it's a weird thing to quantify and be like, ah, yes, Hal Jordan had more willpower than Batman. That's why his constructs are better than Batman's. That kind of thing. Um, but that being said, somebody that I think has an extreme amount of like willpower in the Marvel universe, I don't think. That you could pick anybody more uh, full of will than uh, the Red Skull. Um, just mm. as a will, oh. he's willing to go forward with it at any cost. He's probably, you know, he is a villain, but like so is Sinestro in some storylines. So, you know, there's, mm. you know, <laughs> interesting, <laughs> interesting choice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I just couldn't pick. <laughs> I had I had guessed what Calder would pick for this one, and so I had to make mine the opposite. That's the entire uh, reason. Dude, I might be
0: wrong, but... Uh... You actually... Uh, so I feel a little bit better, because this is a little more egg on Simeon's face. Um, I did not choose Captain America for okay. willpower. Okay. Uh, I chose Daredevil. Um, I feel like the willpower to like keep going and go against like the odds of like being blind uh, having to be a lawyer in New York you know all those terrible things plus he's like the man without fear and like that was like the yellow versus green is like the sure. main yeah, yeah. thing right sense. so like I know like without fear doesn't necessarily mean have willpower but like I just feel like that sort of like fits. Sure. so Still, I, ch- yeah, I ended up choosing Daredevil the cross for, uh, for green yeah. But uh, good, it, I'm not even gonna say good. But what a <laughs> no, pick I, there, so, I, yeah. That was entirely like a okay answer.
1: But I, yeah, I only did that because I thought Calder would possibly pick Cap for willpower. Um, that being said, it's not incorrect, even though no, Schmidt is like um, a super evil dude. It's
0: just, uh, it's. Yeah. I don't know if that's the a, it's the traits complicated- that he exudes the most of. Um, for no. being a in any of the he core necessarily, might,
1: he might be a better pick for the Yellow Lantern.
0: Fear um, um, is that what you have next? Is Yellow or yes, what do you have next? That's your what list? I have? Next. Um, yeah, to skip you know. a little bit, that is who I chose for Yellow was the Red okay. Skull. I went with I went with the uh, Red Skull, but yeah, who is who is your Yellow pick? So my Yellow pick was I actually went with the
1: Punisher because Ooh. Um, similar to like Batman the Punisher like v- definitely like uses fear as like a weapon uh but not quite in the same way as Batman because he prefers like actual weapons to the psychological warfare uh but yeah the Punisher is definitely like a scary dude uh in Marvel comics like if i if i was just an average person living in the 616 universe the last person that I would want to be hunting me would probably be the punisher, uh, because that's just like game over kind of situation. Um, Mm -hmm. also that means that I'm probably a terrible person. So I'd have to live with that for whatever Frank castle deemed to be the rest of my life. Uh, next, (laughs) let's go with, let's go with the blue lantern ring and go with hope. So, uh, for this one, I kind of I don't know I kind of like went like out of I don't I don't know how closely this fits but I went with Cable from the X Men because um, Cable like comes from a ruined future but his whole like idea is that he like he has hope to fix that future at least when he was first introduced let's I guess like I, I don't know what Cable's been up to in the last couple uh, reiterations of him because now there's, like, young cable or whatever. Yeah, yeah they haven't
0: cable, used them a lot since just streaming services have gotten more popular. They don't use them much anymore. Uh, uh, keep going. Bad uh-huh. joke. Let's skip past it. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: how would you like to bundle your cable with Wade Wilson or... Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I just think... Uh, I don't think he exudes <laughs> hope, but I think he personifies it in like uh, in, like, an unspoken kind of way. Especially, I mean... In the Deadpool two movie, like that's what drives him. Is like, uh, it's not it's not really like revenge or whatever. It's hope for like a better life in the future. Because um, yeah, it's not it's not like he's like mad and he wants to like like punish people or like you know he's not. He like, seems greedy. pretty mad. Well, he he does, but it, I think the driving factor there is you know it's the hope for like his his daughter to like have. I think he has a daughter. I don't know. He holds like a weird teddy bear. Maybe he just has like a Beanie Baby collection that gets destroyed in the future. He actually wanted to go back in time to get more Beanie Babies. <laughs> <laughs> just ruined that movie for people.
0: Yeah. Uh. Uh, no. So I I chose uh, for hope. I chose Steve Rogers for hope. I think uh, someone you can like look up to as like a symbol of like perseverance, or hope, or like whatever, um, is Steve. Just be like, and I don't think that's like the perfect like fit for Steve either. But like, just like the way he is, like with the American Dream and everything, I'd be like, yeah, Cap's the guy for it. So yeah, that's that's what I ended up choosing. Charles
1: Xavier wouldn't make a bad hope either. Um, Oh man, don't like that guy because who's to say if he didn't like make you like him, you know? Um, Next up, I have Indigo, which is compassion. This one's kind of hard, but I, I w- was split. Uh, it seems like a very guardians of the galaxy kind of thing. So I went with mantis, uh, with Groot okay. being like a possible second option. Um, just cause Groot is like very self-sacrificing, but mantis is huh. like a, in the comics from like the ones that I've read, which to be fair is not a lot. Uh, mantis doesn't pick like pop up a lot in the ones that I've read. Um, but seems to be, like, a fairly selfless, compassionate person. Um, and by that, I mean, like, not compassionate, like, only when it is, like, part of, like, one of their, like, relationships, you know? You'd say, like, oh, like, Cyclops is passionate, compassionate to, like, Jean Grey. Uh, but there's, like, a, a reason, you know, he's not, like, compassionate to just everyone, uh, especially not Sentinels when he
0: blasts them with his laser eyes. Um, Very true. Uh, So who I went with for compassion is someone you just mentioned, but was uh, Professor X. Um, I feel like opening the school and him versus Magneto, he is taking the compassionate, kind approach to the mutant debate. Now, I know Professor X has done some controversial things, uh, but I didn't read any of those comics, so I don't know. Um, So just to me, Professor X, very, like, compassionate dude taking in young mutants, giving them a place to stay, you know, trying to find them and protect them and make sure they don't go to the, uh, you know, cigarette-smoking, graffiti-having <laughs> punk mutants so they're over at the, the Brotherhood. The 90s <laughs> you know, mutant hangout. The ones yeah. that like to stay at over, you know, stay late at uh, school for detention because they have to, but then skip detention anyway and, like, drive hey, their kid. older brother's car to the mall or whatever. A hey, you know, we're all going to hang out in, uh,
1: what, we're all gonna hang out in Age of Apocalypse later and smoke, yeah. some,
0: smoke some mutant <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah, know, whatever. We're gonna we're gonna drink coke and pop rocks. It's gonna be a pretty wild time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the Brotherhood does, man, but I think Professor X, on surface level, is a fairly compassionate dude.
1: Nice. Uh, so last of the the main rings, I guess, uh, is Violet, which is the the love. Uh, emotional spectrum ring Um, for this one I had to go with Star Fox because uh, he's got those super cool pheromones that he uses to seduce people (laughs) or whatever and uh, I couldn't think of anything else (laughs) to be like to be honest um, yeah I wanted to do Wolverine again just because so many of his relationships end horribly but then I was like yeah
0: he's it's not really like a super... How many of my person. own partners have I murdered? <laughs> maybe not my fault necessarily, but still, it's an odd number there. Uh, I chose Star Fox as well. I couldn't think of anyone uh, better. Um, part of me was like maybe Mary Jane, because she's always been very like loving and supportive of Peter Parker. But I feel like people would be like, no, you should choose a superhero for that answer. So I don't know. Like like that was like, It was between like, think, Star yeah. Fox and Mary Jane. But um That makes me think I like Jay Jonah Jameson would have been a good option
1: for rage. Or or Greed,
0: maybe. Yeah. You know? Or fear. But yeah, yeah, Jay oh, yeah. Jonah. Yeah. Power. yeah. Hey, he's got he's got
1: a lot going on. Wow.
0: He does, yeah. J Jonah, is, he's a really uh <laughs> he's a three dimensional character. <laughs> maybe a two D comic, but he's a three dimensional character. Um but yeah. Uh next up is Life.
1: So for Life I went with Moon Knight uh because he was like he was resurrected by Khonshu, the Egyptian god of death or whatever. I I honestly <clears throat> don't know the lore. Yeah. But uh, he was resurrected. Mark Specter was. Um and I, I feel like that's pretty much all it takes to get whatever that emotion is, the life emotion. Or life, yeah. Yeah. I don't that's the thing. I, I'm like, how do you exude stronger life energy than because that's like what powers the ring, right? Like of I'm we'll very there, uh, angry, yeah. I'm stronger Red Lantern than someone that's only kind of angry. If I'm a White Lantern, how do you like gauge how lifeful my power, like my, I don't know. It's like someone that's really old stronger because they've lived longer or is it someone that's like less likely to die?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't get either. I haven't read that much about the White Lanterns necessarily to know exactly what it's all about. Um, I chose someone similar to you, uh, but Mr. Immortal. Uh, I know his thing is dying, but he always comes back to life. Mm. So someone who can't die or really fully experience death is absent from death. So he's just life. So yeah, Mr. Immortal uh, was my pick there. Seems fair enough, yeah.
1: Uh, and then last but definitely not least is the Black Lantern core, which is death. Uh for this one I went with Morbius because he is the living dead. Uh he is a vampire and I couldn't think of I, I just couldn't think of anything that like made like Dracula is also in yeah. Marvel. There's several so characters true. have died and come back, but I didn't
0: really I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but like Black Lantern, they're sort of like living as like zombies. Right. So they're like that undead type so thing. It, uh, so it's not it necessarily someone that dies and guy, comes back. That's yeah. like the
1: the main one or or no, I mean I guess the Necron. technically the main one is Necron, the Yeah. Yeah, the like the celestial one. But um I yeah, I just again do not understand how you can exude death as like a right emotion Uh, I don't know maybe if I was a teenager again and it was like full of angst I'd be like yes you can exude death as an emotion yes I do it all the time but uh, black eyeliner black nail polish (laughs) Simeon
0: Bruce angsty freshman Simeon Bruce (laughs) yes (laughs) uh All right. Uh, For death, uh, I chose death. Uh, The chick fan must be sent after. So I just I was like, yeah. I mean, she's she's death. Like (laughs) like if it fits, wear it. You know. So yeah, that's what I went with. Seems, I think it works. I Think it ought to, anyways. Yeah. And
1: then Um, uh, on top of that, I'll I'll read Bill's answers on Discord real quick. Uh, Green Lantern went with Doom. Uh, for yellow. Went with Thanos, that's fear. Uh, red Wolverine as well. Uh, blue was Steve Rogers. Orange was the Kingpin, which also makes quite a bit of sense. Uh, yeah. Star Sapphire uh, was Star Fox. So I guess I didn't even realize, yeah. I didn't read these until now. I didn't realize I kind of piggybacked on a few of these. Uh, Indigo Tribe was Storm, which also makes sense to me. And then... Uh, Black Lantern was Wonder Man and White Lantern was Jean Grey. Both have died multiple times, I believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's Wonder Man? Simon? Is that
0: his name? Simon? Yeah, Simon Williams. Okay, yeah. Who is Uh, currently... I don't know if his brainwaves are still the vision or, like, whatever, but, like... Like, based off of it? Something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's... I don't know. Uh, I I very much have stopped caring about Wonder Man uh, for a long time. (laughs) I think most people have, yeah. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. interesting. Uh, so next question uh, we've got is from Chance McCall, who says, if you were to build a team around the Cosmic
0: Clash Starter Doom, what would it be? Uh, I'm, uh, to, to piggyback off of Cody here, he says uh, Buckshot <laughs> for sure, which is beautifully fitting. Um, if you guys haven't yet, check out my Cosmic Clash Starter Set review video. Um, in that, I do indeed build, or I do something around a uh, Doctor Doom, which is pretty, pretty funny. I had a good time filming it. Also, big thanks to uh, Alex Morris over at the stadium for sending that to me for free. <laughs> so I could ultimately <laughs> do what I did to it, which is awesome. Uh, it was great, great fun uh, to, like, unironically build a team around this dude. I would just put Doom 300 points... Plus zero point uh, Latvian village and just oh yeah rock and roll <laughs> yeah yeah I I don't um, like this dude like he's cool but like I yeah I wouldn't he, build the team yeah, around he kind of got upstaged by, by
1: in my God. opinion, by God Emperor Doom yeah at least for sure on the hundred point line um still kind of like a toss up like higher dial because
0: the uh, Fantastic Four uh, Clash yeah Doom has I think he might. Mid-range. Honestly be better or higher dial than like at the hundred point line for sure. Yeah. Just because of of it. I, but yeah. I don't know. They've
1: got a lot of differences, but um yeah. I would if I was building like a three hundred point team, uh I would still probably put this Doom, the cosmic clash one at two hundred, and then just fill out the rest with of course that Latvarian village and then just Doombots. Um, maybe you throw on uh, what's his son's name? I don't know. The, the lesser of the Dooms. Uh, maybe you throw on I don't know. Oh, he's like Kristoff? Yeah, that? yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe you throw on Kristoff at like 40 points or something, but honestly, I just like the Doombots way more than most other Latverian stuff. I think Doombots are a ton of fun. Uh, but yeah,
0: Little spendy uh, right down oh, now in the current true. market, yeah. but uh, they are tons of fun. If you got them, good job. You got them. Uh, all right, let's see. What do we got next here? Next question is: Yeah, my brain was
1: uh, loading there, Simi, from Ben Jones. Uh, and last one we're gonna do this episode. Uh, we've got a, a little bit of catching up to do on these because we've it's been a couple weeks. But Ben Jones on our Discord says. How many times do you play clicks a month? Any format but a breakdown of types you play could be interesting. Competitive, kitchen table, online, just interested. Um, I'm going to go with my 2019 answer because my current answer is like still pretty depressing right now. Um, I play quite a low amount right now. Uh, if you want the current amount, then the breakdown would be... It would be somewhere around eight times a month. And it would be mostly kitchen table online. Uh, and then whatever wasn't kitchen table or online would be competitive. Because those are pretty much the only events that are kicking off uh, lately. But prior to... Like prior to that, uh, back in 2019... Um, per month, I would say on the average month we'd be looking at probably like 16 times a month. Uh, that comes out to like around like four uh, like three to four times a week. So my normal venues uh, I was going to three venues a week so there was a Wednesday night, a Thursday night, and then a Sunday. And occasionally I would miss one of those for whatever reason, but I almost never missed all three. Um and then so that was just yeah that was just casual venue play uh and whatever the format and stuff happened to be was never it was almost never like 300 modern playing just 300 modern and then uh competitively would be probably once every like two months or maybe closer to three uh not really sure. It's been so long I can't remember. But yeah. Seems like once every like three months there would be something with uh like either in Des Moines or Kansas City or South Dakota or Nebraska's states or like, you know, something was going on or popping off.
0: Okay. Nice. Um, I guess I'll sort of since we have started running events again, I'm very fortunate and lucky for that. Um, I'll do kind of what the breakdown is gonna look like for the next month or two months here um, but it, we do I only play once a week uh, so that'll be three games every week and I'll just say that I don't make the last week because sometimes I just also don't show up as many people are aware uh, I'm pretty rough on showing up to hero clicks sometimes so I'll say I play like a normal three games a week there we normally do a you know 400 silver maybe we only ever do 300 modern leading up to like estates or uh traveling for a tournament type of deal so we we will sometimes do like three or so weeks of 300 modern in a row to prepare for that but normally we'll do some pretty fun uh casual uh, events at rainbow and then i'll say maybe once a month or twice a month play online i don't do it a lot since you don't need to anymore so i pretty much Ever since me and Simeon have stopped filming Thursday Throwdown, I've just literally never played online since then, and I'm very fortunate for that. I very much enjoy that, Um, but I wouldn't mind playing Roll20. I want to start doing Roll20, or sorry, not Roll20, Tabletop Simulator. I want to start doing Battle Royales on Tabletop Simulator every week with the Patreons, because I think it'd be really fun, and it could be some fun video content as well for people to enjoy. Um, So hopefully we can start doing that every week. And then, uh, just because these next few months look like we're all going to be doing some kind of big competitive event or traveling for an event, uh, I normally travel maybe once a month or every two or three months to go to games. Uh, Lucas, Kevin, Isaac, and I travel quite a bit. We'll go down to Kansas City. We'll go down to... uh, Tulsa, whatever, you know, obviously we just went to the Clux Cup There's also looks like there's gonna be some events in Omaha We're gonna travel to in the next couple of months here same thing for events in Wakefield So I would say, you know, give or take every other month every three months, whatever we're traveling for an event so I Yeah, that's basically what my hair looks like three times a week casually or sorry three times a month casually um, one or two online games a month and then one travel Pretty much is what it, it's going to seemingly look like here for a while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's um, how we play.
1: I mean, it's for me, it's a good combination. Um, we finally in Omaha, we do have a venue that's opened back up. I just haven't been able to get the right time to like go, and I also I've kind of forgotten how to build. It's like it's weird getting back into like the flow of like building casually because for almost an entire year, uh, the only gameplay was online and was competitive. Oh, so now it's like, yeah. oh I have to make sure I own figures again, which is just very strange. but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely worth getting back into. Uh, definitely going to try and once all of our venues are back open and going, definitely going to like try and start getting back into the routine of going to at least a couple venues a week
0: alright uh, nice and then to cap the episode off here a little bit we're going to do a quick Jedi Legend Hero Clicks tip of the week you don't want to sell me death sticks I
1: don't want to sell you death
0: sticks you want to go home and rethink your life I
1: want to go home and rethink my life
0: Jedi Legend says there are several sources so don't forget there's stuff that does knock back Doubles including double sixes so on the dice super strength does knock back force blast does knock back It does a all caps passive knockback. if you have force blast Anywhere like if you have it on that dial you do not have to use force blast to knock somebody back It gives you passive knock back and then there's a power action to knock somebody back So all of your attacks if you hit have knockback back with force blast Quake knocks people back and then slingshot also knocks people back stuff that is no longer affected by knockback is like charge and combat reflexes no longer prevent it and you no longer take any damage whether it be fall damage whether it be slamming into a wall there's no damage from knockback whatsoever and then knockback you will always go three squares no more no less that's it you're going three squares yeah
1: also if you if you multi-attack and you hit more than one character And you choose knockback. All characters are knocked back. All characters are knocked back. Absolutely, one goes
0: and one doesn't. uh, It's for that. It's you start with the ones closest to you, and then the ones farther away get knocked back. That's how it goes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's make knockback like really fun. If we, you know, yeah, we'll just let's always use knockback. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Okay. Great, Simeon. Good job. Hey guys. knocking back. You... <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. No,
1: no. Go ahead. Go ahead. You. you... Yeah, I feel I gotta, like I gotta, you've knocked transition. back
0: oh, quite a yeah, few yeah. things this episode. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: Speaking of knocking uh, some stuff back, uh, <coughs> yeah. this episode was brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including the latest Heroclix sealed And single products, Uh, of course, latest being uh, the ones that actually show up in ports and get unloaded on docks. Uh, Turns out, CoolStuffInc.com can't change what is uh, brought into the United States just as much as WizKids can. So it's kind of crazy, but you can't blame really anyone for a global shipping crisis. You kind of just have to wait and mm-hmm. uh, be an adult. Uh, I know it's hard. It sucks sometimes, but uh, we'll get through it together for sure. Um, mostly by passive-aggressively attacking whiz
0: kids on Twitter, though. I'll allow it. <laughs> All right. Uh, and just so you guys know, Dial H for Heroclux, if you guys want to send us any questions like the Patreon members did, you can do so by either Sending them to our Facebook at Hooks or our Twitter. It's all Hooks on everything. You should be able to find us. On Twitter, it's a 4 instead of F-O-R-E, but whatever. No big deal. You guys are smart. You'll figure it out. Uh, of course, we have a Gmail. We don't get a ton of emails, but whenever we do, they're always really awesome and super refreshing. So I always, like, super appreciate the emails. I know uh, Simeon got a very Simeon-related email here uh, last week, which was really cool. Uh, yeah, so, like, that was awesome. Just, I need to get on and yeah. do that yeah what are you doing uh and and like stuff like that was really cool and then uh yeah so you can do that if you want to though to join our discord you have to be a patreon member if you join for as little as one dollar you are entered you know you got one entry into the raffle each month where we're giving hero clicks figures away as well as you just get to join our discord where you can do cool things like i said it doesn't matter if you donate ten dollars or one dollar you are eligible for playing Bad Samaritan every time before we record, trying to do that every Sunday. And then hopefully we can try to do Battle Royales if you have Tabletop Simulator every Saturday. You can also jump on in on those, and you'll be a part of the Dial H for Hero Clues YouTube channel if you do that. Uh, as well as stuff like that, we are going to do tokens every single month for people that do tokens uh, on our Patreon, as well as really cool sticker designs that you can see uh at our patreon everybody can see those so if that is the make or break for joining our patreon not only do you get to support us and all the cool like fun videos that we do that we love making but you also get stuff for it i want to make sure the patreon feels like you are getting your money's worth so do cool stuff like that so thank you guys once again so much if you decided to support us on patreon we super duper appreciate it if you want to see uh awesome videos like uh, whenever I decide to just, you know, casually make a viral video like I've been known to do, uh, you can check out uh, our YouTube channel. Uh, We had our latest video do pretty well, the Do Even Clicks video, pretty happy with that one. Uh, And of course you can get into the Rowdyverse by checking out our Extreme Rules videos or uh, another fun video Simeon and I filmed was our Heroclix Hot Ones video where we have hot wings and eat Heroclix, which is just tons of fun. So once again, we try to make the most unique Heroclix content out there. So definitely check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe if you haven't already just to be updated for when those videos come out. And it helps us. It helps us, you know, grow a little bit, which is really cool. So thank you guys so much for your support, like always, and happy trails. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional. Hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Oh, Old- six how people think I am funny. The hard days work. Not that you know anything about that. Which? You absolute you fools. fools! It's not richer nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever. I <laughs> hey Google, the maximum. Let's attack him, because he's a jerk. Wow, wow, wow.